Broadcasting live from sunny South Florida and the best way to start your Saturday, this is KMA Talk Radio, life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. Your KMA crew, the Italian scallion, Paul DeGracco, the man with the scoop, William Cooper, Alex the Goat Tavella, and always telling it like it is, Honest Abe DeBatta. I like to smoke them like the Winston Churchill. Good morning to all our loyal listeners, libertarians, lovers of the leaf. Honest Abe here, and we are broadcasting live from sunny South Florida. KMA episode number 507, The Scoop with Troop. Well, we're going to get my KMA crew on here and find out what that title is all about. As always, we have the man they call the goat, Alex Tavalia. Tavella. That's a throwback to the past. Right. William the Scoop Cooper. And do we have a guest? Do we have a guest appearance today? Special guest. Yes, we have a guest appearance clicking the buttons this morning. Special guest. Is he here? (laughs) What's with the title today? It's the scoop with the troop. We are the troop. And in honor of William Cooper celebrating his his 13th anniversary of cigar-coop.com i figured we'd give it a little homage to cooper and play it in the in the title there's I, no apology there's no apology buddy there's no crying in this nah man sorry if, if you're gonna cry go into your room did you absolutely did you see that video dude that was dude my my middle daughter has an obsession she, we, we sat around the living room last night watching about two hours of all the videos she has of my son and we were crying, laughing. I, I've never seen these things. She's like, they have, she has an obsession with filming him, but he's freaking hilarious. Did you see the video uh, I posted last night of him crying, and then he realized yeah. he was filming him? Fucking kid. suck it up, suck it up, real quick. He cracks me up. He cracks me up. Oh, good morning, good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. We are officially live on Twitter or X, as it's called now X. as well. Yeah. Alex, we are, but we can't. Alex is very proud of this. He's been talking about it all week. Well, it's a big deal, but we can't post the. You see, they they don't allow you to share or read the comments in in our uh, system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twitter, that's weird. But at least it's live on there. Well, I don't think Twitter has a live comment feed. I'm not sure. Yeah, they do. I just commented. Does it? it? That's why it's saying that there. Yeah, but oh, I, I saw so, so, so can't post comments. Comment on Twitter. We see. I commented. We won't see it. Yeah. No. Oh. Yeah, yours didn't even come up, Paul. But I mean, we're I mean, there. Yeah, we're there. I mean, I remember when this show started with Periscope. That's you remember that? Was, yeah. You remember Periscope? Wow. We're Periscope just talking about was that. like, and that was a big deal. We had video uh, with that. It was a big deal. It was a, a big ordeal setting up that iPad in the corner of the room, too, with the fish yeah, eye lens and... Dan Thompson, KMA Talk Radio on Twitter, of course, at KMA Talk Radio. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, most people, most, I I don't know, if you're in the comments and you're watching, how many people, this would be interesting, 
How many people have been watching KMA long enough that they were listening to episodes before there was even video, before we even put cameras in the studio? That's before me. So, yeah, yeah that's I a mean, long time. That would be interesting. Chat box. The chat box was the thing. The chat box. If you were, I know Mark Williams was. We, I think we might have mentioned this before. But yeah, were, we talked about it two weeks ago. Yeah, if you're a chat box user, you remember the chat box comment. I'd like to see yeah. who, uh, yeah. who goes that far back. There was an imposter coop that used to be in the chat box. Oh, that's right. And, and it was funny. I got I got to know him. For, I lost touch with him, but I got to know him for a while. He was based out of Chicago. His name wasn't even Coop. He felt bad. He, he felt bad. He goes, I wasn't trying to imposter you. He just, I just like the name. He's like. That's funny. There's no way yeah. Quentin was around then. Quentin's been around a long around. time. Quentin's been around a long time. It's possible. Maybe not as notable well, back listen then. Listen to me. All around. I know is Quentin's been around before you. So how, how, Me? Well, yes. Okay, yeah, you, you ain't so, that important. So what, what what gives you the, any ability to say that? <laughs> I I don't remember Quentin until maybe the last like three years. Yeah. Jesse, I know we I know you're tied up right now, man. I hope you're feeling well, brother. Oh, the call. Yeah, you used to feel cold. I used to have to when I did like uh, when I did Bloggers Corner. I used to have to call this number to call in for the Bloggers Corner. Yep. All right. So and we used to take calls from listeners once in a while. What what will last longer, Paul's consecutive appearances on the show or the STG releases of the week? <laughs> I'm looking at Paul. Right Mark, I was just Mark beat me to it. I was just gonna do this. Who can remember this? I was just gonna be just just beat me to it. Oh wow! Do you know what that is, Alex? No. We used to give away a heard that files every week during the show whether it be a lighter or a Zycar cutter or whatever it was. And the way we'd give it out is you'd have to be listening to the show. Whenever you heard this sound during the broadcast, the first caller who called in won the cutter. Got We used to have, we used to have a, you know, a call, actually a call center. People could call in. Yep. Well, call center. Like, it was Paul. That's a it's a loose term. <laughs> I was going to say, who was it? Was it Adam by the phone or something? no? No, no, it was Colin. But we had what Colin, three yeah. lines? We had three lines. I think we had. I think we had more than three lines that we yeah. could use. But yeah. yeah, it it was cool. It was it was a real. They did have a real yeah. radio setup. It was old at yeah. that station, but it was set up well. There's a Tello system that they use for for radio, so. You can have a, multiple people on a conversation on the when on the phone we hired too. you. You said it was a really great thing. You came from a dump. Well, every radio station's a dump. That that station was was pretty good. The board was a little old, but the the rest of the equipment was good. Every radio station is a dump, dude. I, I don't care. Listen, I, you should go check out what, what's one of the biggest stations in the country. Z one hundred. Their studios are not. I mean, they're nice, but they're not anything special. On, on top you of the Empire in, State Building. <laughs> Except they they haven't been they have not been ever been year, in the studio in a studio in the Empire State Building. They're in Jersey. <laughs> Paul, um, this is my age. When Z100 came into New York, I'm telling you, it was nuts. It was like the biggest thing to hit radio when that happened. How long? That, that's a long time, man. 40, it's 40 years ago, 1983. Uh, and it that, changed radio in New York. I can just tell you that because it used to be because that's when. It went from really AM to FM at that point. It was WABC up until when Z100 came in. What about, and around that time, wasn't it uh, LIR? Wasn't that a big, or that was later when the alternative L movement came with? Yeah, LIR kind of had this cult following, yeah. 
I mean, it, I worked at LIR, but the second LIR, there was a second iteration because they sold 92.7. It was the largest sale, I believe, at that time in radio history, in radio broadcast history. I think they sold WLIR's frequency for ni- 60 million. Yeah. Oof. Speaking of sales, because this topic is boring to me. Oh, um, bro, I was just going to fake falling asleep while they were talking. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the blame I on that. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. 30 more seconds, and I was just going to start snoring quietly. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. So, so let me ask you a question. So, look, I'm not a big advocate for, for gravy or sauce, if you want to, in a can or in a jar, right? Sometimes you don't have time to make to make a, 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 to make a whole thing of gravy. Um, to me, the best the best sauce that you can buy or gravy. I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna stick to gravy. gravy. Is Rouse. Definitely. Anybody ever had? Unbelievable. Well, we, we, um, we Rouse, let have me it. tell you, if you haven't had it, that Rouse is really good. I, I thought it was Rayo. Right, I'll scoop it right out of the jar, Rayo, Alex. However, it's that no, it is, I wasn't sure if he was talking about the same one. I wasn't sure. There was Rayo's, a whatever. Rouse. Rayo's, Rouse, Rayo's. It's, Rayo's it's excellent. It's by far the best. Restaurant. The company just sold the whoever the the restaurant sold the the restaurant sold the rights to the distribution sauce. they sold the rights to the sauce but now the distrib- now it just got bought by Campbell's soup for 2.7 billion dollars yes. oh my god yes that that's, that so rayos has taken over the gravy in a jar it, it's so, changed the game with it. it's changed the game it is it. it is good good shit man and yeah. i don't want to talk about you know, I'm not a gravy in a jar kind of guy, but sometimes that you know, stuff right out of the jar. It's like it fantastic. The problem is, it's Campbell's now. Is that shit gonna go to? You know, they're gonna fuck. Well, they're not gonna produce. Nah, it. you're like, don't be one of those STG bought room. I don't know. I would be too. I'd be nervous. So they gonna That's bring it into their do, manufacturing? Are they? Listen, you buy a little cheaper sugar. <laughs> you buy. A li- Here's the problem when something's worth two billion dollars, which you don't realize. You, you cut, buy you a little cut lower it. grade yeah. sugar. You buy a little lower grade this. The tomatoes. And it's or, uh, yeah, maybe we don't need a hundred million dollars profit for them. Right. Right. It's not maybe we don't need those Italian tomatoes yeah. anymore. Let's right. see. It, it just yeah, we'll see. Effort. We'll listen, see. Don't listen, fuck they with just the dropped two billion dollars. You don't yeah. think they're looking all right? We how quickly two point seven. Yeah. How quickly can we recoup? Yep. Yeah, you're hundred percent right. There's it's gonna be all little changes, but and probably yeah. not all at once. But that's what happens. Somebody in accounting comes up. Hey, if we leave this uh, pure cane sugar and go to this sweetener or whatever, that'll make us an extra $125 million a year. Yep, Do it. Yep. And then that's the shit that happens. All right. Well, let's see. Don't don't kill the party. Okay? Yeah, because don't when it's that party. massive. Because once a... that's gone, we're left with nothing. There's nothing that compares. Somebody put ragu in there. Are you kidding me? Oh. Ragu is disgusting. It may, you may as well. I'd rather put ketchup. Ragu is a chef boyardee of Italian. Of, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, Alex. You but when you make when you make sauce, Alex, you freeze most of it, right? Like I, well, I, I make, make a sauce. Giant... I make gravy. Number one, <laughs> I see this. I see the comments. Philly the Jersey comments folks, we don't it's gravy. Right it's gravy. But yeah, I make gravy, and you know, you use what you use, and you put the rest in the freezer. You don't yeah, make. Okay. I don't see. I don't know if it is possible, but I don't know how to make like one dinner serving. You can gravy. make. My Mar- mother look, never did, so I don't marinara. know. How- Marinara sauce, you can make like a quick marinara sauce and, and just do it in I a don't, pan. I don't but even I don't make marinara it's a, sauce. It's a it's a ritual, my wife. She makes yeah. a big pot of gravy. You make a pot and all day, right? That's just how I it was always made. And so yeah. I don't even know how to make a Cooper, are you Italian? Italian? I don't want to make it. I'm half Italian, yeah. Italian. I, yeah, really? my mom was my mom was Italian and uh my wife's all Italian. Well, there you go. Damn, you are Italian then. 
So I'm yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm 50%. My kids are 75%. So. Cooper throws me off, you know. It was Cooper it, Eddie here. Cooper Well, you know, and my dad was well it probably was. My dad was Jewish, right? But there was an adoption, and that's how the Cooper name came in. Aha. Uh-huh. Yep. yep. <laughs> uh-huh. Wait, your dad was Jewish. Are you a member of the tribe? No. Oh, okay. No. All right. I was uh, going to say, I didn't know that either. No, my dad was Jewish, yeah. He grew up in a uh, Jewish household, um, but uh, he married a Roman Catholic, and I became Roman Catholic. Wow. That, okay. That's just harsh. Yep. Yep. Oh, boy. <laughs> Tommy. Tommy just likes revving me that's, up, man. That's just harsh. <laughs> yeah, man. We, you know, I didn't. We didn't really have like Sunday morning breakfast in my house because you know they were up making making gravy. My Sunday morning breakfast was the fried meatballs that they left out of the gravy. <laughs> going to the side. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they would always leave some out, just fried, oh. thrown in a gravy. Brajol. Uh, I guess somebody's in the house this morning out front. Danny has been in the humidor for about forty-five minutes now. Jeez, oh my God, I didn't even get to see him. He was a in the guy door, literally. Yeah. Dana's all right. What are we all smoking out. this morning? Cooper, what do you got? I am smoking the Alec Bradley Double Broadleaf. Uh, this is the uh, cor- this is the Long Corona size. And by the way, you know my my example of the tomato tomato sauce gravy, whatever. Is that really doesn't you know? It's I've seen it happen with cigars in their industry. Oh, you know, I was actually no, thinking I about agree. that. Not, I agree. not always, not always, not no, always, not but always. In 30, in Thirty years. Let me tell you something. There's a lot of graveyards out there, brands that got bought and destroyed upon acquisition to you save know? a and, couple of bucks. And and when the when the accountants get involved, particularly when it's a small company, it's always the accountants. Company, it's the the accountants will guys. say, "Well, why are you spending this money?" And then that's when these things start to happen. Um, and I think you know there's brands we could think of that got acquired by big companies that we've you absolutely could, you could taste the cigar and you know something's changed. Let me tell you something. If Steve Saka had an accountant he'd have to answer to, that guy would jump off the edge of a cliff. Oh, he'd, he'd <laughs> that guy would he'd, jump he'd, off he'd the fire, edge of a cliff. He'd fire himself. Jesus, literally fire himself. <laughs> Paulie, you're smoking squat. Squadula. No, but last yeah. night I smoked. No. Uh, what's funny is last night I smoked an Alec Bradley too. And you're gonna laugh at me because it's just random rando that I had in my humidor that I grabbed uh, the filthy hooligan, which I, I don't like think anybody much. else here. Oh, you do like it? I wasn't sure if it's anybody a, else it's here. A candle, liked it. It's a candela barber pole. Yeah, it's not a bad. It's cigar. a candela part. You know, I, I liked it because I'll just be honest. To me, they came a long way to me. Like the first couple batches, Don't like that candela yeah. would just like break apart immediately. Yeah. They, so they came yeah. a long way and really. No, yeah, this one, this one, it was down. in good shape. And I, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm in the minority in this group at least. But I really like Candela. Uh, I, no, I got to be in the mood for it. But I like be it. in the mood for it. Oh wait yeah. a minute! You wait, like a perfect, full Candela? Yeah, perfect example. Here That's what I said. About. Yeah, right here. Here. Yeah, absolutely. I, I remember. You know. In my early days, the what was it? The nineteen fifty nine was was a star for me. Um, you like a full candela though, Paul? Like you'll smoke a full. Is the is the wasabi a full candela? Yeah, yeah, right. Yes, but that almost doesn't count. It's like a candela bomb. Yeah, it's like, like the so fillers are so. I hate that. I like that. Right. Yeah, you see, I don't mind a candela in like a barber pole or 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 even like like Blackworks has just a little bit of the candela. You get that little candela at the beginning. You get that little bit at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I I think I, you know what? I don't, I have to really think back to see if, what was the one, what pickle juice? That was, that was a full candela, right? Moya Ruiz. That was a good, that was a good cigar. I liked that. 
as Abe, Abe had that given one. me a couple of those back in Illusion the day. does a good Candela. You know, I just want to comment, oddly enough, Alec Bradley is the most mentioned cigar in the chat. Yeah, everybody's firing but up some Alec Bradley this morning. Yeah, it's, you know, and this, I really like this, this uh, double broadleaf. It's double broadleaf. It kind of good. almost smokes, it kind of has these Tatawahi qualities to it a bit. For an Alec Bradley, it's very good. No, it's it's good. That's that's a good stick. That's a good stick. Hey, yeah, we're on the same page this morning. Well, I'm gonna tell oh, you. Yeah, what are you guys I smoking? Actually, I actually bought this to smoke. So I was gifted this at the Great Smoke. Shit, not not this year. I think the year before. I don't know. You asking um, me to tell. I was no. I'm gonna tell, I, I bought this to smoke, but then when you handed me yours, I like I like the idea. But my wife, in her madness, you know, we had our kitchen redone, has reorganized all her humidors. Like literally went through it. All right. Which of these do I not want? You know, because she's got cigars she's collected from shows, events. All right, all right, so we're going to get rid of these, get rid of these, get rid of these, get rid of these. Took a whole bunch for bought them to the warehouse for guards for Gunner. But, you know, we had some nice shit. My wife's got an original three-pack of the Chaos three-pack from dinner with the goat, with the pale wow. horse skull in it. Oh, yeah. She's like a hoarder collector. Oh, I'm wow. Looking some, I'm I looking smoked at, all mine. Wait, I'm looking at some of her stuff, and I'm seeing myself, all right. What's the odds? Like in two or three months, I can just nab this and she won't. But Nick Melillo at, at the Great Smoke just literally handed me a whole gift. There was a whole box of um, thinagers. Oh, nice. So it, let me tell you something. I I never smoked one. So the batch we got in, we sold. He gifted me this box. It was still sealed. The other night, I was doing a podcast and I, I went on the lanai, and um, I, I said, "Babe, can you just grab me two cigars real quick or whatever?" And she cracked the box open and bought me one of these. The first one I smoked, it was amazing. So I was actually getting my keys this morning. And I saw the box there, saw it. I grabbed one. But Wait, as hold I it up walked, again, because I don't know what cigar is that again. Uh, foundation. Foundation Senator, you ain't getting it. It's gone. It's gone. Oh, no, no, it's one. coming back. Okay, it's uh, coming back. Right? There's another yeah, round gonna, coming back. It was supposed to be a one and done, but it's coming back now as a limited. What are you doing? Like, yeah. Sorry, There's it was an accident. There's such really, really nice cigars. And then Alex, when I walked in, because Alex will sometimes, especially when we have a guest or thing, he'll leave the outline of the cop with me and kind of a cigar to smoke. Um, he did it with the uh, 2012 a couple weeks ago. And um, this was one of my favorite cigars from the PCA show two years ago. Like, literally. It was one of the first cigars I smoked when I got I'm pretty to pretty sure show. Coop was high on it, too, that year. Because it was given to me at the opening gala, so... Um, this year now it's became a full production. It was a, it was a PCA only cigar, so it was very limited. Yeah, one out. size. Yep, we sold out of them pretty quick, and um, Alex had one. Very Lucius. Yeah, yeah. Full yeah. line is now available. Yeah, so yeah. it comes now. What in three sizes now, Alex? Three sizes. Yes. Yep. Yeah. This is a, yeah. a gorgeous box press cigar. Really good cigar. And I'm going to cut it. It was a star. It was a Guillotina, the soccer cutter. Now, what I really like about this cutter, which I really, you know, when he was telling me at the trade show, it kind of like, oh, that's kind of cool. But it, I, I ended up using it more often than not. I will put it against the first one, like, that ain't enough. And I will flip it over. The other side, yes. The yes. other side. And look Especially at that. For, that, for that a box press. Perfect. That is now a perfect cut. Yeah. Look at that. Like a potato chip. Don't I didn't get it. one of those. Everyone else in the media got one. It was, I think, he was out of them by the time we got to his booth. Wow! Wow! Oh, he sent me. Oh, he had. I, I helped him pack up twenty-four of them. The day. Oh, okay. Day. We didn't get it. We, we, no, we didn't I'm, get I'm it. messing with you. I'm messing. With you. <laughs> no, but a, a lot of media guys got them. I can tell you that because my guys are like, how come we didn't get them? I say he must have been out of them. I don't know. 
there's I mean, always been I, some underlying friction between you and Steve Saka. He he got mad at me this week again. It don't take and much. I, of yeah, well, no. Here's what happened. We, when we were doing the 13th anniversary show, I said I asked Bear the question: What company has had the biggest like global impact in the last 13 years? And I didn't answer Dunbarton because and the reason why did I didn't really, answer Dunbarton. Did he, really, did he really think he had the biggest global impact? I don't know. He didn't, but he was like, "What happened is we said he didn't have the distribution overseas." Like, and the answer I gave was Placencia was the company. I should say the new company that came out, right? What new company came up in the last 13 years that had the biggest global distribution? I said Placencia. But we were kind of saying he didn't really have the distribution in Europe. And then he said, no, he put up that post saying we distribute in these countries and all that. And I'm like, well, you, you know, by his own admission, he doesn't have that level of distribution. He even put that video out for the UK. Like, introducing I saw that recently. I wonder where that came well, out Introducing himself, right. So, I mean, I can just tell you Placencia has been a monster overseas with, with their with their distribution. So that was why I used to put it. I don't think that was necessarily a bad answer. No, I, it wasn't. And that's look, what Steve's done here in the U.S. is amazing. It's not taking anything away from it. I mean, you you created a pot opero shortage. I mean, what what's worse is what's even worse is what he's done here in the U.S. And really, on his behalf, it's mostly being wise enough to know how to work with strategic partners, but. What he's done here in the U.S. Um, is mind-blowing when you consider the amount of people that work in his organization. That's very I mean, true. He does not have a full-fledged graphic department, marketing guy. He doesn't. He doesn't have like nothing <laughs> that that most companies would have at this point at his level and the reach and what he's doing. Um, I mean, yeah. I think if really you tough. if if you take out Dave Lafferty, I think everybody's company's last name is Saka, right? Pretty much, close. Uh, and then Yvonne, yeah. yeah oh yeah, Yvonne. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, are there five? Are there more than five people that work for him full time? I don't think so. I, it's mind blowing, you know. It really is, and and I'm 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 super excited, which which I think is pretty much the the his best not best but number one selling store exclusive he ever made was Red Meat Lovers Club. He's getting ready to go national. We got everybody waiting for it. I mean, hands down. I, don't, I mean, Steve now has become one of the guys who's made tons of store releases, and by far. Good morning, Raphael. Good morning, sir. Red Meat Lovers is yeah. probably his biggest one out of them all. I mean, absolutely. It sold what I think almost two thousand units in the last drop, and over the last five mm -hmm. years, it's probably crushed over ten thousand units. It, it was a monster, and I think one of the reasons why he wanted to take it nationally. So it'll be nice to see that going. You know. That we were able to be part of that, start of that, and see it now go nationwide. He, he so wait takes a minute. the works with it seriously, which is what I like. Yeah. Yes. But we got to double back real quick. We forgot, Abe. Folks, yes. KMA listeners, if you want to take advantage, introductory offer. Abe and I are smoking the Maria Lucia for this weekend only as a special introductory offer to the full line extension. You can save 15% off on Maria Lucia cigars at smoking.com. Use code Maria15. Good for the weekend. Okay. Well, that was cool. Didn't see that coming. What? That was a good idea. Nice job. 
Yeah. yeah. You know, I saw it this morning. I said, because I, 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 I remember, you know, not only not only did you rave about it, but Coop was was very, very big on it out of the PCA, yeah. too. I remember he called it, you know, the star of the show, like you said. So I said, you know what? Now that lot, the our whole line, team thought it. Our whole team yeah. thought that. Yeah. What was that code? Did you put it up? Maria 15. Maria 15. There you go. Well, I tell you what, this is my first cigar since the trade show. I mean, obviously, he gave us a couple of the trade show, but this is my first cigar from the batch that we got. I didn't even know they came in, to be honest with you. Yeah, they are in. They are in. So this would actually be a good start to my day. Yep. Need the RML brisket. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? And how many times has somebody come up with the idea that, yeah, we talked about that. We talked about that. It happens all the time. There was a plan for a brisket. May may come, may not come. There was but a lot of RML I don't think I don't think I'm in the planning stages for that brand anymore now. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the meeting, Abe. Sometimes I don't even understand these comments. What does that mean? Meeting is it M E A T like meet? Like go to the meeting. Meeting. Well, yeah, but he didn't. He didn't. Oh no, he didn't way. do it that way. Yeah. Paul just making shit out of his ass. Well, no, because that's what <laughs> that's what uh, Darnell calls it. Evan. Evan calls it. I understand. Meeting. He goes meeting. No reference there. Evan Darnell's not here. He spelled it M E E T. Yeah. Oh, it's a meet. Yeah. That's the truth. Although you're uh, you're doing a red meat lover soon, are you not, Abe? Are you doing a red meat lover soon? Oh no, you mean about the poker tournament? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to a function. You threw me off. You know, you know there are people who probably enjoy the cigar who really still don't realize that there's there's actually a lovers. red meat lovers club, the red meat lovers club dinners yeah. every month. But yeah, I got <laughs> Evan Tarda, I'm always here. Yeah. <laughs> He's I got always there. I got invited to be a guest player at uh, a, a poker tournament at the um, shit. What, which casino? Coconut Creek. Coconut Creek. Uh, yeah. So, I guess if you take me, there's, there's a lot of prizes, and he's ra- he's raising money for somebody's college foundation. And um, I guess if you take me out, you win a 200 gift card. Yeah, there's a or something. Yeah, I saw. I saw. There's a there's there a bounty is. on you. Look, look, he's all bragging about 250 dollar bounty on my head. There you go. Coco Poker, it's called. Is that the one? Coco Poco. Steakpoker.com. So, could be. Redmeatloversclub.com to check it out. That's what? Is that this? I think it's this week, ain't it? It I'm looks like it. it's the next one Tuesday, that they have. Tuesday? It's this Tuesday, I think, yeah. It's August Tuesday. 22nd. So yep. Tuesday, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. So that'll be fun. But yeah, once again, uh, that drop was supposed to be end of this month, first week of September. And, you know, I, I made a post a couple days ago. We talked with Steve. It looks like it's getting pushed back to late September, early October. So, you know, I'm really excited for that that line to drop. The national release you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, I mean, look, the packaging was stellar. I mean, I saw it at the trade show. It really was amazing. I and, saw pictures uh, of it. It looks great. Yeah. Yeah, to actually see it in this box format instead of, like, this, you know, store release format is really super, super sharp. Did you pick up one of those boxes, Coop? No, oh yeah, at the, they're they're heavy. They're the like, top of that box is like a literal cutting board. You can knock somebody clear kind of, out with it. Yep, exactly. It was yeah. They're 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 really sturdy. Is that the idea yeah. behind it? Is that yeah? Like, you kind of made like a wood yeah. butcher box. box. Cool, insane. insane. Yeah, yeah. But they really they they really present nice. It, it, the cigars look great in them too. 
Uh, my, my, I, I think like the, the paper bundles they work for you online. You know, because I'm not a big fan of paper bundles in a store, but well, online, sure, they work. They're great online, yeah, but I think in the store I need to display these. It's hard to invest in any nice packaging when you're making a limited run of something. You know, yeah. you can do some basic yeah. stuff and a wood box or something, but it's really, it's really not everybody's going to be a Carlito Fuente and make a you know a gorgeous wood box for a hundred box run, you know what I mean? Or 200 you can't, box you run. can't, yeah. I but, mean, plus um, with these, you know, we know they're never going to, they're never going to make it to sitting on the, on a retail shelf. A retail shelf. Yeah. Retail yeah. Of course, no, bundle, bundles are horrible unless you're just yeah. putting up the but, full bundle to, to but, sit on a retail shelf. But I imagine as a brand, you know, there's a lot that can go with this. I mean, these are Maduro's right now. I'm sure that other blends could be made off this. So, you know, as a brand, I think you want to have a presence in your humidor if that brand's going to grow. Yeah. So absolutely, uh, very, very, very exciting. You know, for a guy like I said who makes so many, like of these little single store releases, for this one to have hit the height it is to be literally probably like the best selling one that he's ever made for a single store release and go national is exciting to us. So I can't wait to get it. I'm, I'm taking yeah. the first. I'm taking a box of each as soon as they. You know, I have like a little museum in my office, like historic stuff I kind of collect over the years, and yep. I'm going to take a box of each as soon as they land and put them up. I wonder nice. what emergency Paul has going on. It's always packaging. It's, it's always, always packaging. I'm going to talk about, I'm going to, in the news segment, there's a couple, I think one, at least one release, I guarantee it was delayed from packaging this week. It really is always about the packaging. So, cigars, according to Steve, I was talking to him, cigars are fire. They've been sitting there. They're ready to go. He's literally waiting on boxes. He's literally waiting on boxes. Everybody's Paul, a marketer. Everybody's a marketer. Someone already did a white, white meat. meat cigar. Someone's already done the white meat. Yeah. Yeah. There's a white meat, dark meat, uh, Viaje. Oh, Viaje? I thought it was going to be that, uh, that, that crazy chicken lady. Well, pork tenderloin is technically white meat. That was yeah. PJ. Is it? Yeah. Is it white meat? Speaking of yeah. pork tenderloin is totally white meat. What are you talking about? It's pork. I mm. Pork, pork, the other white meat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the other white meat. Yeah. Well, they Somewhere. call pork white meat. Yeah. Somewhere. Oh, Somewhere. I don't think it's chicken when I say white meat. Chicken's just chicken. Chicken's chicken, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think right. of pork. Except chicken it has is, its own. It's either the white meat or the dark meat within chicken. Right. Yeah. Within chicken. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> when you yeah. when you guys have been to Europe, have you ever had wild boar? Because yes. you think of pork. And it's like steak. It's not. No, just, yeah. It's not white. No. Steak. You, wait, 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 wait. You can go. Wait, you can go yeah, wait a minute. Buy wild boar. You ever go to Europe to have wild boar? Why do you have to I go am. to Europe? Ten miles Because in Rome, it's everywhere. It's very popular there. In Sweden, it has a very different taste than I. When I here, it's it's a lot more gamey. What I had it in Sweden. It had much yeah, more of a gamey I, taste. I don't know. We were at a Michelin star restaurant, and Steffi got it, and it was came out like a steak. Here comes. Here comes Jesse. Come on. Come on, Paul. Ahead, Spit it out. I didn't say it yet. Come on. It was on the tip of your tongue. Come on. Jesse Wilburn's waiting. Come on. I'm not there we're yet. I was we're having not, wine we're not talking about my, wine. I was having you just said wine and stuff. No, I didn't. We uh, were we were having dinner at a restaurant yes. in Rome. And then, then Stephanie ordered wine. Did you order wine? Come on. So so quick. <laughs> yeah, of course you ordered wine. But pro, I'm pro still tip paying for the for South. Wine. For the South Florida locals, and Coop, I don't know if you've ever been there, but if you haven't, you should check it out. There's a, a small store in Boca. It's called Hot Dog Apolos. Number one, it's got the best Chicago dogs around. 
but he also whoa, has a whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. Hold on, hold on. Uh, I gotta check this out. Yeah. guy making this claim. I'm telling you. I'm telling it's not just my claim, bro. Hot dog, hot dog. I said uh, in Florida, bro. Well, okay. Florida, okay. Where have I been there? I have not been there. I don't think you have, but I've told you numerous times. Hot Dogopolis, it's on Federal Highway in Boca. It's just a little bit north of Yamato. I'll try it. But but he also has a plethora of game sausages. Elk, wild boar, dove, all kinds of shit. All kinds of... Yeah, Hot Dogopolis. It's it's just dove? A, little, a little spot. Dove sausages. I don't, I don't know. I don't know yeah. Maybe dove. No. Some kind of bur- bur- pheasant. <laughs> dove. All, all kinds pheasant. of shit. I don't yeah, know. I, I might have made you that eat up. Dove. No. Why not? We we have a we. They well, just opened an Italian beef. Serengeti. He had some roasted dove. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Good yeah. portion. Dove. Dove. Like... So it, they opened an Italian beef place in Italian beef place in Charlotte, and they the Italian beef sandwiches are served on Donella rolls. And what? Vanilla roll. That's Chicago bread. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's the difference. I mean, I've had Italian beef, but the bread is the key thing. What's the that's name of the Chicago. beef place? Wrigley's Italian Beef. Wrigley's named after the fucking ballpark. Yep. So let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. Have, you eaten, have you eaten there yet? Yes. Do they offer it wet? Yes. Do they even ask if you want it wet? You, it's that's how it's served wet, and if you unless you don't want it wet, you have to get it wet. I agree, you get it wet. Wait, I, they, I they, to... they serve it wet unless you say not to. Yeah. Okay, that place yep. is legit. Yeah. That that's how you get it. Right uh, that's yeah, how you yeah. know. Anybody who serves an Italian beef sandwich and brings it to you dry is a wannabe. I I was scolded <laughs> on it very early on. Like, why? No, you have to have it wet. And, and it's like, the whole experience of eating the beef the sandwich. Whole, it absolutely is. You can't. You, there's no going back. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, so the real essence of a Chicago Italian beef sandwich was really funny because I moved down here and I was with a room full of Italians, right? And I bring up the sandwich and they all looked at me like I was crazy. I'm like, how the yeah, fuck? You're, you're all Italians. I didn't realize it was a Chicago thing at the time. Yeah, I, I, know, I was 26 years old. But it's the gravy, right? You have to have a great gravy, an au jus, yeah. the seasoning, the celery, whatever carrots. Right, because yeah. that's that's what all that beef simmers in, right? Yeah. And so then you got your bread, and then you can either put the provolone on the bottom, provolone on the top. I've seen it either way, right? Now, if you're really ballsy, you do a combo. You get a nice hot Italian char grilled sausage link. You lay I got it right one on of those top. this week, actually. Yes, combo, a cheesy combo. You throw the link right on there, and then you take all this, all this beef that's wet. You just pull it right out of the boiling, simmering water, boil, gravy, aju. You drop it in there. Now. Hot jardinera is a must, but you can't do it with sweet peppers. But no. if you sprinkle the hot jardinera on top, then what you do is you put the provolone on top so the provolone melts and keeps all that jardinera in place. Then they take tongs and they take that whole sandwich and they dip it back in the gravy. Yep. Instantly melts oh, the I, cheese. That sounds delicious. <laughs> instantly, instantly melts the cheese. All that oil and stuff gets in the bread. Oh, my. Dude, if you don't eat it wet, you're not really having an Italian beef. Yeah. yeah. I, so, I so, so yeah. that's that's the equivalent. That's the equivalent of a a, a Nick's roast beef in Philly. Philly is a place Nick's roast beef. Only difference is so uh 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 what do you call it? Italian beef is on a long roll. Yeah. Uh, eight inches. It's like a French oh, yeah. roll. Like Nick's those, roast beef. Call Nick's, a Nick's, roll. Nick's roast beef puts it on a round Kaiser roll. So same oh, kind oh. of around Kaiser. But yeah. it's like I said the the you got to You got to get it. You got to get it. The term yeah. is overboard. The term is overboard yeah. there to get the the whole 
the whole thing dipped. In, yeah you know but you know what i like on them kind of sandwiches though a little horseradish oh yeah horseradish always goes well with that conversation approved i miss <laughs> i miss i miss kaiser roll so much here i used to like once in a while on the way to the train like i'd go pick up you just get a buttered roll when i moved down here nobody has roll that in florida it's not they are nowhere near yeah. the same the well, what's there's that there's that uh, deli that's like a um two J's? A franchise yeah two J's, 2J's has them but they're not they're not they right you want to be new york deli yeah they, they there's they're not right like the the consistency of the bread on the outside it should be almost no, broken no like it should almost break when you touch it no the bread is pieces. right here in florida very no good. i can name my, on three fingers two fingers well, everybody i still have not been there but everybody tells me that manzo's bread is really good on their sandwiches. I've Manzo's still never has been there. decent bread. VNS has the best bread, man. I don't know what yeah, they do. Like Colombino's bread. Colombino's, Colombino's got, good bread. got good bread too. Yeah. <sighs> I don't like Colombino's But it's all bread. all these places come down to the bread a lot of times. Um Of course. And and that's why this place Wrigley's, you know, they bring in the the Chicago bread and it's, it's Man, it's, it's I haven't different. heard vanilla in 20 years. When you said it, I had to do a double take. Yeah. I remember the big vanilla trucks out 6 7 in the morning delivering bread everywhere. Yeah, I mean that's how I was schooled in terms of like getting good good uh, Chicago Italian beef is the canela bread. And mm-hmm. when I found out this place had it, I said, I have to go there. It's really funny how one trip will attach lasagna to this man for the rest of his life. Wes? Yes. He's never he's never going to live down lasagna. That was a that was a funny story. So a, year, just, and a, half, just a, a year and a half later, they're year, still talking about it. So this was during the uh, yeah the I don't Raji. know anything about this. So during you know we had the the Raji giveaway where we brought a bunch of guys down and we spent the day. Um, went down to it was, it was like a couple day thing. Went down a little Havana, took the guys around. But it was it was Abe, myself, Sean, Wes, Craig Gilpin, Craig. and 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 and, and Raj. And, and actually Joey was hanging with us as well. And we were all we kind of went out. But I think it was Friday night or Thursday night. We all went over to. Uh, La Sorel in Del Rey for dinner. And La Sorel is a great top-notch Italian restaurant. Problem is the 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 menu, the food names are in Italian, most of them. You know. So West, just a little overwhelmed by the menu, the only thing he could recognize. We're all all ordering stuff. I'll have the brush. I'll have that. It's going down the table. First, they started with Wes, and they said, well, listen, go down there and come back yeah. to me. So we're all ordering stuff, and she finally gets down to Wes. He goes, I'll have the lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> For lunch? <laughs> no, it was dinner. But it was like the yeah. only thing you could recognize on the menu. It's like, yeah, yeah, like all the cool things you could have got, he got the yeah. lasagna, and like we 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 didn't we ripped into him that night. and kind of, It's kind of been the ongoing joke of our little group now. For, it's still a year and a half later. Let me tell you, man, if you've never been to La Sorel, they make a veal cutlet, whether it's veal parm or just a cutlet that is bigger than your head. Literally. You can eat Literally. it. Literally. It, it, the veal parm comes out, you think it's a pizza at first. That's how, that's how big it is. <laughs> oh, I love that. I'm not I know kidding. exactly what you're talking Pound about. Pound it out. It's a whole plate. Yeah. yeah. You think oh. it's a pizza at first. Oh, you've never been there? No. You go down go to La Sorel and Del Rey. Tell them Abe sent you. Seriously. They're the best. Listen, it's not just going there for the food, dude. It's literally entertainment. You know, the husband and wife run it. The husband's hilarious. They got a little. I want to go with you. 
I yeah. I like going places with Abe because he he just know like I like because he always knows. All right, you get this, you get this, you get this, you get this, yeah. and he loves great Abe loves appetizers. Yeah. Abe yeah. loves appetizers, so you always get like a table full of app yeah. even for lunch. You get like a table full of appetizers. I, I, I like learned that too. Of everything. Yeah, there's certain yeah. guys I know to let them order. Like Abe would be one of them. John Carney's another one. If you go to dinner with him, just let him order. Sure. He's not gonna he's not gonna let you down. That's kind of what my whole family does now, too. Literally, yeah. like I got my daughter's dad. What am I going to eat? You know, that's just place. I remember we went to the far place, and I just took your lead on what to order that day with the pho. So, 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 yeah, that's how I, 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 oh. and it's one of my favorite restaurants. But I've, I've taken the Abe route in Capal. In Capal, at Capal, you just fire stuff in and leave a menu. Oh, at the that table. place. Because I went there. Because then I'll just fire place. more stuff. You said you found that. Capal. You just happened to find it. Yeah, they were open at midnight. Like, that was what was really cool. We were looking for downtown West Palm. Yeah, the downtown yeah. one is open late. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. there's two others, right? There's, I, there's one there's, in the yeah. garden. There's there's one we, in Boca. We racked up a serious dinner bill that late. There, it was there's really good. Menu, there's certain restaurants that you just post a menu at the end of the table. It should never leave. Yeah, you just leave it there. Don't take leave right. a menu. Like she's taking right. my menu. I'm like, where are you going? No, leave that here. We're not yeah, done. Here, yeah. I had. I was at a party and it was catered by because it was across the street from Capal. And I had these lobster rangoon that looked like um, that looked like egg like long skinny egg rolls. I mean, they were like this long, but oh my god, they were delicious. I had about four of them. Oh yeah, man, I'm big on the duck fried rice at Capel. Oh man, I'm. I don't think now. I've ever had that. Oh, I like Capel though. Capel was great. That was, um, yeah. Now I'm thinking about where I'm going to go after the show. <laughs> I just get upset though. You know, Capel took over for one of my favorite restaurants down there. That long, do you remember Longboards? No, in in what downtown in West, West Palm? Palm. Longboards nah, is like a, a West Palm bar. bar. No, it was so cool with the, the fresh the fish menu. Is that the one by the beach? No, 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 no. Downtown West Palm. Johnny no, Longboard. No, no you're thinking of Johnny, Johnny Longboat. That was Johnny Longboat. Oh, Long Johnny this Longboard. Longboards. It was like a fresh fish place. Okay. You walk in, they had a giant like chalkboard, and they'd have like buoys next to the types of fish that were fresh for the day, and uh, it's just I don't know. I just loved. Going in, and it's almost like the menu's different every time, and you can have the fish made like three or four. You know, they'd have grouper cheeks this day, and I don't know. It was it was so cool. I always Speaking thought that was like which, the epitome, but the, it didn't. The do goat well. just made me find one of my oh. new favorite Thai places, man. I've been there three times. Yeah, you know Malakor, really? Yeah, I've been there three times. Rice, rice, I was, Thai drunk. And Asian I was drunk when he took me the first time. You are drunk. Rice, Thai, and Asian fusion. It's a where's that? Did, wait, how did that happen? Was I on a podcast? We were on. So we were on with yes, no, we were doing the summer with Sasha. How, how did I get on? How did I get drunk in the middle of the afternoon where you and I? <laughs> how you got drunk? I know how you got drunk. I know how you got drunk. So we were doing the summer of soccer raffle, right? But you had dojo later that night, so you're going to be here. But your tooth oh. was hurt. Your mouth was hurting you. So you oh. had one. We wound up talking during the route for two hours. Then we were like, oh, I guess I'm not running home at seven. I got to do this at nine. We ran and got something to eat. But That's your mouth was Why would we go out to dinner and then come back? I remember I came back for some you had Because you had, you had dojo, but we were doing a raffle. Your mouth was certain you had one. We wound up talking and talking on the, on the raffle during the broadcast. You had another one, and then we went and got food. But, yeah, Rice Thai Asian Fusion, fantastic, man. It's a little spot. You'd pass by it 100,000 times. But you walk in, and the place is beautiful, and the food is absolutely excellent. Fucking huh, I'll have to try that. We love Thai food. We we always go to Malacore. People since I've since I've lived here and memorize my drinking fucking shit. 
Well, an Abe double is is very recognizable. Abe. It's four ounces. Yeah, but he remembers I had three of them. An, an yeah, Abe double know. is like a triple for yeah. anybody else. No, it's I not. It. It's four ounces. Uh, uh, I don't know. I think the I think the uh, liquor reports are a little off when Abe pours a double. <laughs> they give you a little extra. <laughs> Everybody around here knows you're a happy drunk. They give you a little I extra. I am a happy drunk. <laughs> Abe's, a, Abe's a great drunk. I've never seen I'm a miserable happy. Abe drunk. Yeah, no, that's true. He's always he's always in a very good mood when he's had a couple of drinks. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had a couple of no. drinks last night, and I'm paying the price for it today. We played There's poker. There's nothing in the worse than a guy that turns miserable when he's drinking. Yeah, right. I agree. I think they're just miserable internally. I think that's just what happens. Right. Yeah. Is four ounces a triple? Not a smoke in. A single's two ounces here. <laughs> yeah, we we got two ounce pours. So right, yeah, right. we pour two right, ounces. Right. There you go. Yeah, man. Week ten is officially closed in summer of soccer, man. If if if, if you, I doubt it's even possible. But if you're watching the show and you don't know what we're talking about, go to smoking.com and click on the summer of soccer page. Especially if you're a Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust fan, uh, I think we're we're justifiably dubbing this the greatest promotion maybe ever in the retail cigar business. I want, I want that chair too. Great chair, great chair that we're giving away. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's been retarded. In fact, we were talking with Steve after the SOS. Steve jumped on the Summer of Saka giveaway. We do it every Friday. We got two more weeks of giving away the guillotine and the Saka cutters and some other stuff. But um, he jumped on, and we we're really already strategizing for 2024. A lot of a lot of very cool changes. And you know, somebody mentioned it here in the chat. I think it was Tim. But it's really no joke. I really tried to convince him to, for me to let Abe, real yeah. quick, though. Quick stop. Text your dad. Yeah, dude, he gets hacked every other fucking <laughs> month. Does he, play, does he play Facebook games or games? Yeah, where I'm pretty login? sure he does. That's why. Yeah, that's why. Those those slot games that that yeah. older people play every t- Steffi's yeah, grand- every grandmother every like literally every week somebody's hacking her account because she's signing into those slot machine games. Can't, you can't I should call him live on the air and cuss him out. <laughs> Stop playing the stupid man. slot game. Raji Hack alert. Thank you, Randy Bush. Yeah. Is he? Uh, he's not commenting, right? What do they call that? No. Was that a he's not on. He's probably blocked out his account. Yeah. Is that he's a silver alert? Silver, alert? silver alert. Silver alert. Never Raj heard of Facebook. that until I moved to Florida. Yeah. All right. We get them all the time. More than Amber alerts. We get them. Silver alert. Grandpa found walking down 441 highway. It'll be. <laughs> we lost grandpa's last scene. Silver silver alert. But uh, black uh, Nissan Sentra from 1993. Grandpa's yeah. driving around. Yeah. We when we get an amber alert, it's a big deal here. You know, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's this? Yeah. It's funny. The most annoying uh, sound ever. Oh my god, it's so loud on the phone. So annoying. Dude, it's it's yeah. like it's like they cranked up the decibels on your phone 20 times. But you know what? I guess if it was my kid that was missing, I'd want it to be that annoying. That's why. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Uh yeah, so I played poker last night, probably for the first time in like, I don't know, three or four years. I, Dude, I didn't know you played poker. Yeah, I play. I have a I have a poker set right here. Actually, when I I don't know oh, why that I makes you a poker here, player. 
No, I'm just saying I used to I used to have a regular game. I I target, you know. I used to have a regular game. I used to have a regular. I'm not. I don't claim to be a great poker player. Regular game. Not here and not in Florida. Before I moved to Florida, I had a regular game, but it was nice, man. But somebody had given me this uh, login. Like you guys were playing like five card draw poker shit like that. Texas Hold'em. You were playing Texas Hold'em, okay? Yeah, we play Hold'em, and uh, it's going to be a regular thing with the the guys in the neighborhood here. But somebody had given me for my birthday like a Lagenvolen 16, like a, a decent scotch. And I was like, I don't know what to bring over there. I didn't have any beer in the fridge. And I, I work from home, so I didn't have a chance to go out. So I brought that. I don't know, man. It just went down too easily. And I I probably had like four of them. And that, I don't that know. That seems like such an oxymoron of a statement. Why is that? Like I was in the office all day. I didn't have a chance to run out. You're working from home. How did you not have a chance to run out? Because you I mean, you understand where I live. For me to go to Publix, it's a 15 minute ride. Like I don't I don't leave the compound of the of the gated community. Maybe, maybe you should use something that other would, than your golf cart. That's the way they designed <laughs> well, yeah. it. <laughs> I I may have I may have operated the golf cart a little drunk last it. night, but we saw you did a commercial with you uh, drinking wine in the golf cart. Yes, yes. I did. I did. Listen, why don't why don't you why don't you focus tonight? See if you can get your nutsack to drop. Right. <laughs> Talk to st- When's the last time you had a man's night out? Last night. Last night I did. We went well, out. I took my golf cart to my buddy's house and like ten of us played poker. It was really great. All right. Okay. I was gonna say you should, you should nut up. Come down Tuesday to the coconut creek to the coconut creek casino, red meat lovers pub. We're gonna eat. You want to play, Alex? Tuesday. I mean, I got nothing going on Tuesday. You want to play for sure? Yeah, sure. I haven't played poker right. in a long time. All right. Um, I think Briggs and Danny are going. Oh, are they? Yeah, yeah. So, why don't you nut up? Come with us down Tuesday night to Evans' event. We eat steak. We can smoke cigars. We can play some poker, and then you know, see what a real man's night out is. I, I actually not, I have to not, see if I'm available. I neighborhood have, daddies sitting in the basement, you know. Neighborhood, dude. You listen. You I, I, and I would, I would absolutely not say this if I didn't know it was true. A couple of the guys that were there last night, you would be impressed by some of the 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 drinks and and Why food that I they brought. Well, because you know you They're, have high standards. Det- no, no, no. The only detrimental to them to that group that evening was they invited you. That's the only area for a cause, cause of concern of any legitimacy. They, they only in, they only invite me because my wife is friends with their wives, and they you know probably they got to get me. They got to include me in the in the group. It's funny though because two of the guys don't live in our community here, so they're they felt like outside. I mean, we're all good buddies, but they felt like such outsiders yesterday. They're like, cause we're talking about, Oh, this going on with the HOA and this going you on should, with this guy. You and should this. invite me. I, I would just like to come for just an experience. They you would love me. to have you there. Invite I, me. I'll I, bring the cigars. A couple of them are regulars like to the show. They watch the show. They're not like active in the chat, but they watch the show and they, they uh, actually two of them are like regular customers of yours that I, I didn't even know that they were. <laughs> and that's coming from Craig. Wow. <laughs> oh man. No, it's not that. It's just that, you know, I wake up, I get the kids ready for school now this week. And that like sometimes I take them to school and then I come I come back, I work all day, and then they're back and 
I do stuff with them. I don't really leave the community. Like we'll go around here and do stuff, go fishing or whatever, but I don't necessarily have to leave. So that's, you know, it is what it is. I don't uh, hate it. I just realized that wrong. I never uploaded the new clip for name that jam. Remember I had the wrong clip. Remember six fit. So I got, we do got that time. You know, I got to do that during the break. So make sure you know uh, how to do it. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah I got it. This. I got it. I'm just well, going to do it. Let me, yeah, let me uh, the break. all right. I'm going to take the old one out. Yeah. Take the old clip out. I'll put the new one in. Yeah. I'll just look at that. Cause we had it loaded for last week. And then, uh, I, uh, realized that, um, I gave rivers the wrong timing and didn't upload it yet. Hey, dude, I can't wait to see the live stream from Paul's world. <laughs> what do you say <laughs> from Paul's world? <laughs> yeah, Paul, you should do a podcast. Yeah. I, you know what? I, I have, I have debated it for years. I mean, we did, I did a late night show kind of like this years and years and years ago. It was called the 25th hour, but it really never went anywhere. Uh, it was just more fun for me and, and one of my buddies. What was, but, what was it about? Just like this, like, you know, like sitting around talking, like it was not about nothing. Yeah. You know, we would pick topics and like, we would do what's worse, you know, like, uh, like you would do like, you know, with a bunch of guys around, like, what's worse, uh, doing this or doing, you know, whatever. It, it was just, it was bullshit, but it was fun. I would do, I have debated doing live streams to, to, to smoke in social a couple of times, uh, in the, in the recent Why not? past. Why wouldn't you? I just, I listen, my self detrimental humor. He wouldn't be able to show up to his own live stream. Yeah, no, my self-deprecating humor is a is don't a, get a problem. I like I gotta I gotta have a little bit more uh, confidence in myself and stop making good, fun of myself. But mix. it's funny. Gotta have, gotta have a little bit of both. You know, I talked about my boobs last week. You did. That's true. Yeah, I I'm okay. really good at that. I can make a lot of good jokes about myself. But well, you got a lot more material for that. <laughs> <laughs> but there's been there's been times when I'm like, oh man, I should probably just go live with this right now because. The, the the group will I'll I'll consider it next time I have one of those moments where I'm like you know I should just put this live. If right you want to see Paul DeGracco do a live stream and smoke in Socialist Facebook group, comment now. Let's give him a little liquid courage, people. Let's give him a little yeah, motivation. Exactly. Exactly. Let's give him a little motivation. You know, let's give him a little do bit it. of motivation. Liquid courage. Let's do it. Liquid courage. There you go. I I accidentally last night when I got home, I accidentally um pulled into the wrong driveway with the golf cart God pulled into it. the neighbor's driveway did you actually did you actually ring the bell no 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 i i hit the the garage door opener and then i looked next door and my garage door was opening i was like oh shit and i backed up and went went into mine oh they want a weekly report from you now yeah well, we get it here we get the weekly report here right don't i mean we? well yeah what would i talk about that i don't talk about on the show i mean i could do it from these events when i'm at like a one of these oh, dad events, we could go live at the poker table. This, or something. this is the most popular you've ever been on the show. <laughs> people are people are all for it, man. There's people commenting that I've never seen comment before. This is I said you should do it. I'm dead serious. Uh, Paul's not for anything painful. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't. I'm not a big fan of pain. Comment of the day. No, no, Mitchell. No, <laughs> we don't want to see him in a dress. Thanks, man. Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> that was a one-off thing, man. One-off thing. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's a that's a that's a that's a rough one. Listen, this morning I should have done a live stream because 
you you're never gonna believe what I did this morning with the boys. <laughs> Steffi texts me and she said, uh, the homemade Pop Tarts are ready. Go pick them up. Who makes there's homemade Pop Tarts? Yeah, wait, there's Pop-Tart. a comp there's a, a person that started a company here. They 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 have a bakery online company, but they don't have like a physical location. They cook from a commercial kitchen somewhere in West Palm. Hold on, uh, you, and that's okay. It's not a food. It's not a co-packer. It's a, just a commercial kitchen. Yeah, it's a like I, I think it's like you know where you can rent the space for a period of time or something. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm not yeah. exactly sure, but so they're starting. You know, they have an online company. They make cakes for local people, whatever. And they started. They live here in this big giant house. Actually, I saw it today, and they uh, now are offering it to the community. Every week, every Saturday, there's a special. <clears throat> so, like, they'll have a special something. And this week was homemade Pop-Tarts, raspberry and blueberry from the bakery. I ate it already. You can't see it. And we we drove on the golf cart to their house. They have, like, real boxes. But it's like going to somebody's house. And there's a line of people waiting outside. And we got four homemade Pop-Tarts. Me and the boys loaded them onto the golf cart and drove home. And we all ate them. It was, they were delicious. Buttery, flaky, really good all right well on that good note, story yeah <laughs> on, that note, on that note we gotta take a quick break everyone we'll be more after this we'll have name that jam we'll have um tail of the tape and of course would you rather of course always finding out what's going on in the garner street the scoop with coop don't go anywhere we'll be right back right after this keep it lit Phenomenal. 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 My name is Rafael Nodal from Aging Room and Tabacalera USA. Since I was a little kid, I fell in love with a musical form called Sonata. There are many famous sonatas from fantastic composers and musicians like Beethoven, Liszt, Rasmaninov, Mozart. And I wanted to have my own sonata. So I dedicated my sonata to Nicaragua, but I didn't write my sonata with musical terms. I composed my sonata with tobacco leaves. I team up with my great friend and tobacco master, A.J. Fernandez, and together, together we created these blends. This cigar has subtle notes. It's not aggressive, but has some great flavor, some character, and amazing aroma. So I dedicated my sonata to Nicaragua, the land of volcanoes and lakes. Cheers. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Honestly, agree with the joke to tell you about Smokin's Cigar of the Month Club. Alex... Tell our fans out there why our club is the best darn club out there. Absolutely. I'll tell you why. Because every month, I personally handpick five premium cigars. 
No filler, no fluff, no fugazis. These are all premium, handmade, name brands that you can find in any brick-and-mortar store in your area. All delivered to your door for $34.95. And our average monthly retail value since the inception of our club has been almost $57. Another great feature about our Cigar of the Month Club, Alex, tell them about the ease of our Cigar of the Month Club. Sure. I'll tell you, I hate subscription services. It's always a pain to cancel them, turn you know, turning them on. We've made it super simple. All you got to do is log into your account. There's a little green button there. If it's green, you're active. You want to take a break going out of town? Simply hit the button and you'll deactivate your membership. Want to turn it back on? The exact same easy process. You can turn it right back on. We've made it that easy for you. Another great feature is our Double Down Club. Alex, tell me about the Double Down Club. We had so many of our members reach out to us, really enjoyed our selections every month. They wanted to know there was a way they can get two, and we've made that very simple. With a simple check mark, you can get double this great selections every month and save $10. Does our club have perks? Of course they have perks. You want to tell them about the perks? As a member of our club, every month there's a special discount code where if you like any of the selections, we will offer them to you so you want to come and get some more. You can get them at a special discounted rate for our Cigar of the Month Club members. And finally... Expedited shipping. Tell them how fast we get the stuff out, Alex. We get the stuff out on the 28th of every month. Our membership bills on the 28th, and we get every member's package out on the 28th if it's a shipping day. Five great reasons on what makes Smoking Cigar of the Month Club the best club out there. Check it out. Peace. Hey, I, uh, I really appreciate you doing the video with me. Thanks. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. I mean, you didn't let me get a word in, but what what? Uh, yeah, that great, it's perfect. Oh, I was really hoping we had one more commercial. Welcome back. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. No, it's all right. I, I'm almost done. I got I had a little snafu, but I figured it out. Got to learn this shit. Um, welcome back to KMA Talk Radio. This is our number two. Uh, here with the KMA crew, as always, episode number 507, The Scoop with the Troop. So, let's see here. I'm just finally loading up. Nope, 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 nope. It's okay. We got time. Yep. We got Go time. We got time. So, listen, I'll talk about those Pop-Tarts. How much do you think uh, these homemade Pop-Tarts were? I don't know. Five bucks. Five bucks, that's what I was going to say. Ten bucks for four, so we won't be doing that again. But they were really that's good. Not, that's not bad, though, for homie. That's you got that stupid, that stupid crumble company that charges you $5 a cookie. Yeah, yeah that's not bad at that's, all. That's not bad. For but every homies. every Saturday they feature, next week is raspberry and chocolate scones. And I'm kind of excited about that. So it's, it's 50 for one single Pop-Tart? It was, yeah, it was, t- it was 10 bucks for four. I don't know if that's a deal. So, like, if you buy four, you so, get a discount. So, so it, it, is it the same size as a as a pop tart? Yeah, but it weighs like double. It's filled with like fresh fruit. They make the fruit preserves too. She said, like everything. Really? So we got raspberry and blueberry, and they're, they're. I think there's one left. Eli wouldn't eat it because he didn't like the way it looked. But Axel, well, Abe, are you are you ready? Or, all right, because I got a question for Coop afterward. You ask, but I'm ready. But go ahead, ask the question anyway. I'm ready. So no, I know that. Cool. This is interesting. This is interesting. You know, Coop had his 13th anniversary, and and I think it was Tuesday. He had a show. Yep. And he had, and he had a, a subdued, according to Coop, Matt Booth on. And in conversation with, with Coop, we found out. 
who the X Factor is to subdue. No, no, we, we call him the Booth Whisperer. The Booth Whisperer. The Booth Whisperer. Oh, who is, I don't know who this is. I saw him on. I didn't watch the whole show. It's Bear. Bear the Pussy. Huh. Apparently Bear. Bear has had him on his show and had him calm on Bear's own show. That's why when, this is the first time Bear and I had Matt on together. And that was the only thing Matt asked me. The only thing that he kind of got like a little, he wanted to see my feet at the beginning of the show. But after that, it was all all calm. Yeah. He's so fucking sick. But he like bear got him into the bear. I don't know. Bear is. Yeah, he is the booth whisperer. Yes, Lorenzo. I've had the pop tart at Toy Story in Toy Story Land in Hollywood Studios, and it is delicious. But it's not like that. This this is way different. Buttery, flaky, but those are good. Buttery. We're going to get to more about Coop's 13th anniversary right after this, but we need to go in time to test the musical acumen. This is what, my third week of Name That Jam? This is my third attempt here of Name That Jam. I'm going to see if I could beat you guys and see if you can name this jam. You know, I don't have the full confidence of this segment yet. Every time I hear my own clip, I'm like, God, that's so obvious. Right? But I'm always, I'm always thinking it's obvious because, you know, I'm I'm doing it. But uh, right. Alex Alex said that in the beginning. I remember he that was always his thing. Like, he was scared that it was too obvious or too hard. Like, he, it was hard right. to find that. It's hard to find a medium sometimes. Yeah. So um, brought to you by the fine folks over at Avo Cigars. It's time to see if you can name this jam right here. Too easy. I don't know. I got Coop thinking. That's a win for me. I have too no easy idea. For me. This is in my I, playlist. Too too easy for one, me. It's in my own. It's in my playlist. I should notice one too. It's at the tip of my tongue. I'll, oh, I need if, it again, Coop. If I did again. Coop, I'm good. I'm. I, it's yeah, a win. If you got Coop, you're good. That's a W you for me right there. I, That's I, a yeah, you, I'm gonna give it to you again. again. Give it again. I have no Too idea. Easy. I take the one. He's got Cooper. Yeah, that's it. Now you give it away. Yeah. Paul, but... Paul put it up already. He's I'm putting up guesses. There, there yeah, I saw it again. Someone's got it. Someone's but it, got wasn't, it, yeah. it wasn't a lot of everybody in the chat. There was only a couple. No, no, that was good. That was a good one. You got Cooper, bro. You get Cooper yeah, you to win. Regardless of anybody else, if you can get Cooper, who's the name that yeah, that's master, a good. Yeah. So let's, let's give the reveal. I don't know. I thought that was a good one. I honestly yeah, had no good clue. Jam. Good jam. That was a good one, Abe. That was yes. a good one. I, like I said, you, you picked the right part of that to really make it challenging. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. If you would have went, if you would have went like another two or three seconds longer, yeah, I would yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, but that's, you did good with that. Yeah. I had to pick something that people would recognize right off the bat, but it wasn't enough to give away the song. That's the hardest part about this. Yeah. 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 I'm a, I can I'm see a that. Big, I'm a big Paul Rogers fan too. He's a, a leader. Of, he was the leader of Bad Company. Yeah. I'm a big Paul Rogers guy. 
I see. I'm not good at this unless it's Billy Joel. I could, I could probably, you could probably give me less of a clip, and I'll tell you what Billy Joel song it is. You could give me two seconds of any song, and I'll tell you what song it is. Billy, Joel. but this, I, this is too wide of a spectrum for me. All right. Well, this episode was brought to you by Abel Cigars. Yeah, making music with cigars for over three decades, maybe? Could be three decades. Just now, now I'm talking out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> a long a long time. A very long time. <laughs> now I'm just talking out of my ass. <laughs> All right. I, that so, segment still, I, I can, we kind of like revived it with someone else doing it. I, it's fun. I'm like looking I think, forward I to think, it. I think you and Coop should take turns eventually. Yeah, yeah we could do it. it. I, I would like be terrible it. at it, I think. But I, I, yeah, we could do it. Yeah, you would do all Disney songs. hi oh. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have to do Disney songs. I'm I'm a music guy. I've just, I have a very eclectic taste in music, though. It's like whatever I like. I don't know. Cool. I don't like stick to one genre. Yeah. Okay, we're moving off you, Paul. Cool. Sorry. Thirteen uh, thirteen years, man. Unbelievable. 13 years. It's um. I'm so you you that... started doing your show literally like maybe six to eight months before KMA started. August. Well, I didn't do the show. It was actually the website. The show. The website, I, you know, the show right, came right, much right. later. But yeah, um, I was with another show, and then I started the Coop Show in 2017. So, uh, but yeah, it was the website back in uh, August of 2010. Yeah, I think we started and, that following spring with KMA Talk Radio. Yeah, yeah, well, you guys then, did. Back then, kissed my ash radio. I I remember the press release coming out even for it. There was a press release came in for Kiss My Ash Radio, so it was a big mm-hmm. deal. Uh, but yeah, it was, and it, it started August 15th, and this is what people forget. The trade show used to be in August, like at one point. Like, yeah, people complain about July. It was, it was an early August, August. Trade show in New Orleans. Yeah. And I started it because I was a buyer at that trade show. I was working, doing some business development with a retailer, helping them do. And I went to that first trade show as a buyer. I didn't take a video camera, and I wanted to document the experience. And that's how ah. it started, Cigar Coop. Yeah. Because I should have took a video camera, and then instead I said, what's the next thing? Take photos and write. And that's what I did. Were you in, were you into writing? Before that, Coop, like had you had you written before? Yeah, um, I, I think there's always a part of me that eventually wants to become a, a novelist or a biographer. So I have Ooh. some I have some drafts of some fiction I've written that I've wow. never published. I don't think they're publishable, but I have wrote I have wrote uh, four four novels I would say, but I've never published them. Um, the one I do want to publish is my dad's story at some point. But that's not ready to be. That's not ready by any means to do it. The ironic thing is, my wife actually is the journalist, so she actually uh, went to school for English and she worked for a newspaper for a while and a magazine. And she edits, right? Does all the edits? Yeah, she does all the edits. Yeah, she's really. Uh, she's a lot. Every. I mean, if I didn't have her, it would be a mess. I'll just tell you that. Right now. <laughs> so. But, how many times during the course of the 13 years did you contemplate just stopping? Uh, several times. I've contemplated several a couple times. times with KMA. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, uh, I, think, several, I think I've yeah, actually started, I think I actually decided it a couple times and we're yes. done. We're done. Yeah. KMA's done. Yeah, we've left it, we've left the studio saying that this is it a couple of times where you yeah. were you were like we're we're out, we're we're not doing it yeah. anymore. I mean, some of the stuff that we've seen going, and I, it's, I know it's a big joke with the press releases, but there were a few times I'm like, why, why are my balls anymore? It, it's, uh, 
you know, the, the, you know, people try to make it a game and it's, they, they sometimes, you know, I don't know. It, it, so several times like that, I just, uh, contemplated just, just quitting it, uh, for sure. At least, I, I keep the news piece several times. I've contemplated retiring the news piece. I haven't, but, uh, I don't, I don't feel like that now, but there were many times I felt like that. Do you, you know, feel... I remember, go ahead, Alex. Oh, go ahead. Remember, it was uh, after the 10th anniversary show at J.C. Newman. You were seriously contemplating it, Abe. And that's when I think the new format came about that kind of gave it. Yeah. Yeah. In that car ride, in that car ride leaving, I think he basically said we were done. Listen, it was it it is, you know, shows that have guests. It it is a struggle. It is a struggle tying people down and getting people lined up and getting them to stick to it to continually have guests on a show. We we've found and, and that it is a, jo- it's a full-time a job. job. Yeah, guests do a good job, but we have had great shows without guests too. Yeah. I think our ability to really keep changing the show when needed has really made it survive because we've really yes. changed the format probably five times at least throughout, if not six, maybe throughout you know the last whatever it is now, 10, 12 years. Um, I think that's kind of helped it thrive because it just was getting so, you know, we, we it starts getting, look, it starts getting monotonous for us. I can only imagine what it is for the listenership. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I, 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 th- I think when we, I think it's when we hit those hurdles that I'll say to myself, you know what, man, I think it's just, it's, it's done. It's enough because that's one of the things I think a lot of people, athletes, business people are, they have a very hard time to end something they get emotionally attached they let something run too long you know um, i'm i'm that way 100 percent. i am too i give credit to people that can decide like like seinfeld i give credit to them for deciding to end it at the at their peak you know especially shows like that where you can continue to just print money you know when you're that successful where they can say this is where it needs to end. That's a that's a creative mind yeah. that has to be that can do that. You know, we've like, had, a, we've I had a lot of we've had a few things over the years that we just said, all right, time is up. Probably the biggest one was smoking series of poker. That was a big event we had every year, sending someone to Vegas year after year after year. I think it maybe went on for 10 years, maybe 10, 12 years. One I got I got wait, hold on. I got the I got the plaque. You know, it's I actually got, it's funny. It? I was the, I got the, the website still. Office. The website's still up, Abe. I was actually looking at it not that long ago. 12 years. We did it 12 years. And Adam was the first winner, wasn't he? No. Oh, I no. thought he was the winner, first winner. First winner. I got, I got the plaque on the wall. First winner there was John Clark. Um, but um, he did win one year. Uh, you know, it was a great event. Poker was hot. All the manufacturers did it. The manufacturers loved to play it. And then as the year – so it was a really cool thing. You got a buy-in, right? You Adam this. won in 2008. Yeah, you bought this uh, cigar package. I think the entry was $250. And these manufacturers made packages that were at least $300 or more. So you always got like this nice package. So it was basically a free tournament, right? It was 15 tables, 15 companies, 150 people. And the guy who won the main thing, we sent to the main, the main event, World Series of Poker. you know. And um, it was a fun thing. And there was bounties and there was stuff like that because the reps or the manufacturers would play. Each guy had a table. So as the years kept going on, I started to see 
less and less of our customers. I mean, look, if, if, if we're doing this, we're doing this for our customers. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's still, an, it's I an mean, add on to the smoking experience. Right? I, mean, yeah. I mean, you know, you know, what's really funny is, you know, what's really funny is because people would do the math. They would do uh, every year. I'd have these half a dozen bozos. Look, and this is what you do as a consumer, right? Am I getting value? Forget everything else. Am I getting value? That's what a consumer should say. So this guy, this guy got a $300 package of cigars for, or plus, I swear to God, some of these companies would try to show off. They would make a $500, $300 package. They got it for 250 bucks. They got to play in a fun poker tournament. They got a chance to win a lot of prizes and they got a chance to go to Vegas, play the big game. A lot of fun, right? But they would do the math. Well, let's see, 150 people, 150 people times $250. Da, 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 and you're only giving away a trip for $10,000. You're making, so what are you crazy? Do you not figure <laughs> the, all the, the other expenses you have? Yeah, the hall I got to rent, the 15 dealers that get paid by the hour, the table rentals, the poker company. The, you know what I mean? It, it, it's, it's really, really funny because I, I would always have half a dozen guys that have to do this stupid song and dance where I'm like, listen, dude, I don't got to explain shit to you. Because you're getting a value, and that's really all you need to know. But since you asked, let me break it down for you. Um, yeah, listen, dude, I remember, you know, one year I I played at, and I I got, I think I was at I was at the recluse table, and I got like a box of cigars and and a ten count, like like the value just in what you were getting to come play, well covered your. Your shit. I got like a full box of cigars in it, like a ten count full did sampler of boxes. Multiple, did yeah, boxes I'm telling you, it was samplers. crazy boxes and sa- yeah, man. Drew Estate always I, had a mega. It would, I don't it'd know. Be, it'd be stacked like this high on the table. Yeah, man, stacked, stacked. That website still exists, Dave. It's still up. Well, I always still own it. So it's still long, up. Long and the story short, as this was going on, I start seeing less and less of our patrons because like, this wasn't a money making yeah. thing, man. Manufacturers yeah. weren't making money. It was just something to do. It, it, it's just we call it just you know goodwill right for your patrons so i start seeing less and less of our patrons our customers and more and more of like just like really semi-pro serious poker players that were coming to get their one in 150 shot of a seat at the main event because it's great odds for them right and then what would happen is they would come to their table they would get their package because we'd have them all light up on the table and they would stand by the entryway anybody want to buy this for a hundred dollars Anybody yeah. want to buy this for $150? Uh, they were trying to so you know what? As much as I loved it, as much as it was cool, it ran its course and we cut it. We just stopped it on a dime. And all the man, half the man, no, why did you bro? It's not for us anymore. It's not become a a, a thing. So yeah, you just gotta learn to cut, cut things, you know. Kind of sure club, one of my favorite projects and ideas right. that we've done, you know. But after two years, it just kind of ran its course. It was yeah, hard to maintain, hard for manufacturing. Yeah, there's a lot of right? extra work. By the end of two years, everybody who really wanted to enjoy that kind of experience enjoyed it, experienced it, and you move on. And I think that's you remember. You remember Dana Zucker's epic run? I, 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 yeah, on a real game, real games. At, at the at no at the at the, she was didn't she she came oh, in like yeah, second yeah 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 those who don't know Dan Dana Zucker used to play like our bar poker game I mean she now this was towards the end when you said when it was all these guys right. all, all the uh, guys from the horse track that were poker players kind of you know like you said trying to get their one in one fifty shot at the World Series and Dana who was a casual yeah. poker player was came deep. in second went deep I got a better one for you one of my Early on assistance, I don't even know if you've ever met her, Danielle Barron. 
No. Jeremy Meter? Okay. So Danielle Baring obviously worked for me for you know, a handful of years. And so she actually would help set up this tournament. She knew about it. She was aware of it and whatnot, right? So now she leaves, and it's about three or four years later, and she actually gets in and plays the tournament. Dude, I shit you not. This, 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 this is, here is the epitome of why poker can be the most aggravating game in the universe. This girl wins the tournament. I can't remember what year it was. She does the tournament. Danielle Barron wins this tournament. And you know what she says to me after the tournament's over? Is poker one deck or two? <laughs> True story. Is poker oh, one deck go. or two? She beats out 149 other players to go to Vegas for the World Series of Poker. Wow. Yeah, man. Yeah. Sometimes the cards just shit on you, man. Nothing you can do. Wow. It's just how it goes. Raining. Raining. That's why, that's why I like chess. There's none of that. Uh, yeah, all the cards are face up in chess. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. That's true. I was I was on a streak last night. I thought I was winning that whole thing, but obviously Lady Luck was not with me. You guys do tournament or like cash game? Cash. A cash, you could be a little wild, a little risky. Yeah. It's just fun. Uh, but so cool. I, yes, I, I, I got to tell you something. To win a 150-person tournament, you need more than dumb luck. You need a lot of dumb luck often. Yeah. <laughs> often. Yeah. One, you know, even if you get that one big hand that gives you, you know, 20% of the chip stack, you know, the chips on the, in, in the hall, it's easy to fuck that up. One hand away. One big stack guy next to you can crush you. So very, very, very interesting. What else we got going on this week? I had an interesting week. We had a Q&A with Pete Johnson. What night was that? That was oh, that's Thursday. Right. Thursday got night. big stuff coming up. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm a little bit nervous. You of know, course. You know, just don't, don't, know which, don't, don't know which way it's going to go. There was, interestingly enough, you know, the problem is I don't know. You know, I didn't recognize everybody. There was probably about five or six retailers. I definitely recognized who they were by their names on the screen. There's only three of us that had our cameras on, maybe four of us. So there was about maybe five or six retailers. I definitely realized saw on the screen there was probably six or seven guys. I have no idea who they are. I don't know if there were consumers just listening in, um, you know, wanting to hear what was going on. But we had a Q and A. Uh, the, the the anarchy. It, it's it's been almost a year since we made the first initial press release. I think we dropped it in. Uh, October. About a year, it was. It was, yeah. But you made the no. You made the initial announcement in August of last year. No. Yeah. No, because it was after. It was a little bit after. No, because because the auction ended in August for it, it had to be maybe September then, because it was after the Lafleur auctions ended, and then I, I I had to really talk to Pete to you, see if you, he wanted. You want to you want to make you want to make a signed uh dollar bill bet on. No, because I just saw you look it up. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, what, what, I, I what, what was the date? August 30th, August 30th. We dropped the press release. Yeah. All right. So it's close. Because I had okay. to, because their auctions were in August. I, so I need I'll time. Never, I'll never forget it because I was in the airport coming back from Boston when you called me. And that was, I was delayed in that airport in August that day. So I know, I know it was about a year ago. That's why I knew it. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, it's coming up. Yeah, it is basically a year. Coming yeah. up on a year since the initial release, the auction starts Monday. So, 
it'll be it'll be it'll be wild it'll be wild it'll be wild to see what happens you know i saw some very reputable i saw some, i saw some very reputable well-known established large retailers in the chat so that's a good sign because they're smart yeah. enough to see the value of it you know see yep. where it goes but it'll be interesting honestly i just can't wait to get the cigars <laughs> i just really can't wait to get the cigars yeah. i just i i, I can't believe you know, it's going to be very very exciting that's you this know, Monday, the 21st? You know, Steve, there's really no marketing campaign for this. There's only six of these. So, you know, I mean, it, it's either going to attract retailers who are interested and want the value or don't. It, this this type of project is more of just educating those who are, have any interest in it more than anything. Um, I think if you're a retailer in the cigar industry, if you went to the trade show, you kind of know about it. It's very hard to walk by the display. The display was nice on a corner, yeah. right in the high traffic part of the trade show so you know some retailers won't understand it some retailers won't take the time to understand it you know um i had a hard time understanding the lafleur project yeah you know um and it took a lot of talking with john carney um to kind of even get me up to speed on yeah. it but then I, then after educating myself i was able to say hey okay well this is kind of cool but i could make this utility package a lot more tangible for retailers and at a price point that's more tangible so um yeah, there's not yeah. a lot of marketing because right now it's just the market. It's, it's just the waiting to see who will eventually be the six other people that will own this NFT and have access to all the cigars and accoutrements. Once that's done, so it starts Monday and it'll be like it, each auction is six auctions. Each one's 48 hours. Once that's done, probably within the next 30 days, every NFT holder will start getting their first allocation of stuff. And then you'll see the marketing. Right. And yeah. then you'll see the marketing from the NFT holders because now they have something that consumers will want and they're going to figure out how to market it. And that's when you'll see the real marketing. There's really not a big marketing play. Yeah, I, I think I think credit to LaFleur. They kind of did all the marketing in their first run. So now you kind of know, you know, this isn't this isn't obviously something for the masses. There's only certain, you know, maybe you get a high end collector that's because of Karen wants. But, you know, you kind of know who the market is for these kind of things at this point. So the thing it, is about LaFleur, it was when the bidding started, I think when the interest really started to increase with that. Like when people saw the bidding and it got competitive, that's sure. when I think the LaFleur thing took off. Because I agree, I don't think there was, I don't think the marketing was any different for LaFleur as for this. But once that, it, once the bidding started, it became kind of its own animal. And I think that's when it really started to gain momentum and people were paying attention to it. Everybody was. It's really funny because yeah, I didn't yeah. even realize, like, I thought maybe I was just watching on the sidelines and maybe it was going to jump anywhere. But over the last years, I talked to other retailers. Yeah, I was on the sidelines. I made it one bit. So it's really funny because you didn't really realize how many people were actually we're kind of watching. Kind of paying movie. attention. More right. Than you think. Yeah. Yeah. So I think but, the utility package, I think it's incredible value. And I think, and like I said, there's only six of these. So yeah. I think there's going to be six other people who will easily see the, the value of this. And it's going to kind of be an exciting Monday for us here yeah. and watching and seeing and seeing what happens. Um, the auctioneer is a company that's called Eureka. It's a marketplace. It's a digital marketplace. They're the validators and the people who make sure that the, the, the NFTs are minted and it goes to your wallet and they, they handle everything. So they're the marketplace yep. for it. And they're the same people who did the floor. Uh, in fact, you know, we're, we're doing something even cooler, which I'll be honest with John Carly is actually helping us do this. So I can't, at this point, I don't even have the brain to tell you that this is hundred percent doable, but John Carney swears. He's, he could do this. So he's actually going to come down here, Alex, and show us how to 
do the program. Oh, is he? Yeah. You know, so we got we, we were gonna attach an NFC what they call an NFC chip to every one of these boxes. And if you tap a device to it, it will tell you this is box number one that was yep. attached to NFT number one that was shipped on this quarter date to this thing. And that first so the guy who wins the first NFT will have boxes one through fifteen and so forth. You know, I have number seven, obviously. So I'll have 90 through 105 on the first quarterly allocation. And then it'll it'll happen again next quarter and, and the numbers are going. But every box will have its own historical identity, which I thought is cool. And I did I, I I've been trying to work on this now since before I went to the trade show. And um I, I actually got John's help. And then John was trying to talk to people and then he's like, you know, all right, I, I could do this. We'll just order the NFCs because we're gonna we're gonna apply them ourselves here. And uh, we'll get it done. So he's been awesome. You guys, when you guys did the the show about it and and chatted with, was it on Coop Show or or Dojo that I watched? I don't know, but it was some show that you and Pete were on. I think it may have been your show, Coop. You had Pete and, and Abe on to talk about it. Uh, yeah, yeah, we were on Coop Show. We were on both. But yeah. I, it was it was it was good. To, it was really cool to hear how how much help like you know Lafleur has been. You know, not, it's really not cool. just John. Uh, Tony Lito's talk with Pete. I mean, they're just they're just cool about it, you know. Yeah, and, they you know, are. They're cool guys, man. And John, That's John, awesome. John, John is definitely what above and beyond. So, uh, you know, we're excited to see how this lands out. It'll be an exciting Monday for us. See whether whether I uh, we make history again or falls completely flat on its <laughs> it's, I'll, listen, I'll be watching. It's hard to tell in these things. It really is, you know. You know, when I do, it, man. when we do things like summer soccer, we got thousands of people excited and volume. Like I see like twelve people in the room. I'm like, oh. you know, but like I said, there's only six spots, so it's kind of hard to gauge the vibe. Although, again, as you said, the worst case scenario is it flops and we have all the anarchy. Yeah, you know, nobody worst bids, case scenario. Nobody bids, and I got nobody I, I bids seven NFTs. Yeah, that's, that's true. Worst case scenario. But yeah, because you know, people will buy the cigars for sure. It's not. Oh. I mean, listen, listen, even though the utility package is nice, you have an historic one of one DuPont lighter, you got this humidor. It's a beautiful utility package. You know, the long term value is getting, you know, 60 boxes of those cigars every year, you know. You know, that was interesting, too, hearing about the the DuPont, how they had to stop manufacturing to make the lighters. And that was a real interesting conversation. With yeah, them, that actually. was too. That was, yeah, that was uh, when we had less on. Yeah. It was really serendipitous because that was never part of the original plan. I just happened to be in the right place, the right time with the right people sitting right outside. Yeah. Office. And, you know, I just said, you know, we were talking about how DuPont could connect more with the newer audience and what's going on. And I said, look, I don't know if we could do this, but I'm working on a pretty exciting, cool project. And maybe you can get involved. And we start talking about it. And, you know, I guarantee you, that any project that DuPont does, they probably spend six times the amount of time prepping, figuring it out. How, dude, they got on this. And we were emailing with yeah. Paris overnight, you know, because that's where their design team was. We we're, you know, multiple times a month getting it done. And it was, according to them, a technology they had never done before to get all these lighters to match the NFT art. So super, super cool. cool shit. Super cool shit. Very cool. All right. What the, what the fuck is that? Was that? That sounded like it came from your end. No, the the growling, dogs. it's my dogs. Uh, okay. Steffi just put the dogs in here, and they just got a, a bath, and they're pissed off. So they're fighting each other. 
My my older dog, I did the worst thing ever. My older dog, she's 12, the, the little Chihuahua mix, and this new dog hate each like the new dog loves the old dog the old dog wants nothing to do with the puppy and i i feel really guilty now about getting another dog because she legit wants to kill the puppy but the puppy's four times her size now so it's not it's not good times in my because they both want to be with me all day when i'm working so they're both in my office but when the puppy wants to play it's growling and snarling and biting and i'm the breaking world. up dog fights the woes of the DeCraco household. The woes. I feel I feel guilty to the little to the older dog now. I like I feel like I did her a disservice. I did her wrong. Didn't Marshall, let her just have out her day. Marshall, I just want to be clear. I have no doubt that our quarterly allocation of cigars will all be gone for the whole year. I mean, there'll be a waiting list. That's not what I'm concerned with. I'm concerned whether six other retailers will see the value of this project. Yeah. That that's that's the part that we'll see. I think what they happens. will. I think they will. We will find out, guys, a few more days. Yep. That being said, let's find out what is going on the cigar in the cigar industry this week. It's time for the scoop with Goop. Fuck me. Twice. It, it, it got moved. Twice. It's not in its normal spot. Twice. Wow. It's not in its normal spot. I it's, in, it's right after the reveal. It's it's it's. it's do we got a sound bite for There Paul? it is. I got it. I got it. I got it. Let's try it now. Sick question, you're a sick fuck, and I'm not that sick that I'm going to answer it. I'm not telling anything. <laughs> we need to get some question, sound bites. You're a sick fuck, and I'm not that sick that I'm going to answer it. Oh, I'm not Why does it loop? Yeah, gotta be, we got to change that. There's a setting somewhere. All right, here we go. What's my theme music? The Scoop with Coop. Breaking industry news. Hear it first on KMA Talk Radio and cigar-coop.com. All right. All right, Cooper. Yeah, we, need, we need more what? sound bites, Alex. You got to find some good sound bites. We need yeah. ones definitely when Paul fucks up. I mean, I need a lot of those. We need a better soundboard, wah, though. Wah. I'd, I'd like to... There's a program that we can use. Coffee! There you go. Who did that move? I did. Oh, okay. Oh, for Paul. Yeah. Like it. Oh, I gotta have that on speed alert. I got that. <laughs> move that up to the top. I feel like that'll yeah. get you. Move that one by the top. All right, Cooper. What's going yeah. on? What's going on in the scars today? Yeah, well, we have uh, the STG release of the Reek streak is back on. Wow. Uh, this is now four weeks in a row. Um, and they're not losing any steam, it looks like. Uh, but they've been focusing a lot on a lot of the products that haven't weren't coming at the trade show, namely the general side of the house. And this week uh, came word of a limited edition cigar from CAO. It's called the CAO Flathead V23. Uh, and thanks, Alex, for getting that picture. I apologize. It didn't, the picture must got deleted in our article. Yeah. Uh, leather, leather interior box. Yeah. So mm. basically, this is a, it's, it's, it's designed, it was designed to be a cigar to commemorate the 100th anniversary of the 24 hours of Le Mans race, which already took place. So my guess is this was probably a packaging delay. Uh, but you can see here, it's got the, uh, the blue and orange uh, colors, which are reminiscent of a car. Uh, the Ford GT40, which was one of the cars, an uh, iconic car that won the Le Mans race. Um, you can see that in the, uh, I guess, the Vista, where the Vista is, it's kind of got the 
it mimics almost the interior of that car that they have there. Nah, I'm not. Hmm. Yeah. So they, they've been doing these V V23 every two years. It was a V19, a V21, now a V23. But this is the first one that commemorated something. Um, and it's it's gonna be on one size, a six by sixty. Uh, and it's yep. So uh, Honduran and Nicaraguan tobaccos in it. Um, and this should be starting to ship very soon, from what I understand. I think they'll start to see it in the stores in September. Pricing at thirteen ninety nine a cigar. So four week we're four weeks back on the streak right now. Always longer than Paul. Longer than Paul's been on the show consecutive. Yeah, I think we have to actually. That's what we should start doing. We will do a, a, a an actual tail. You know, we'll kind of track this right now. Because yes. Paul, did Paul miss a show in the last four weeks? Yes, he did. He's he's three straight. I've right? been he's on three, three straight. straight. Okay, so right now this streak is ahead. Yeah, you're ahead of you right now, Paul. You got some work to do. I'll, I'll see what I can do. Yeah. I'm looking at my calendar. I don't. I don't think I have to miss a show for the next couple of weeks. So we should be good. We're planning okay. a Disney trip, but not until September. So, a Disney trip. Yeah, we like to do the Halloween thing at Disney, so I might have to miss the show that Saturday. Oh boy! What time's Disney open? <sighs> it's hard to do it from a hotel. the 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 <laughs> speed is not up to like it's not enough. Yeah, yeah, true. Anyway, what else you got, Coop? Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> right, moving right along. Uh, so this is a release. So we, it was actually very lightly in news, but some stuff came out late in the week that I think we got two more stories. So this one is a release that's coming from uh, Altidus. And uh, there's a brand from Altidus. I think folks have heard of it. It's called Vega Fina. Uh, it's made by Tobacco oh, wow. Gar- Garcia in, in the Dominican Republic. But it's primarily most of the Vega Fina releases go to Europe. And some of them make it to the U.S., like the Vega Fina 1998. Um, and one thing that they, they've been doing in the international market with Vega Fina is they've done these regional releases for a particular country that's been similar to what the Cubans have done. Um, and they've done like six of these regional releases so far for different countries. But this year, uh, which is the seventh regional release, it is coming to the U.S. Uh, so they have the Vega Fina Exclusivo USA. Uh, which is going to be an exclusive to the U.S. market. So that means it's going to be sold in the U.S., going to be sold by Altidus. Um, and uh, they, I, I, I like Vega Fina, by the way. Great brand. I've, I've had a lot of affinity for this brand. Milder cigars. Uh, this exclusive USA, it's going to be a 54 by 6 Toro. They're going to call it the Patriot is the official name of that. Uh, you can see it's banded with the exclusive USA flag and, and banner and Patriot at the footer. Uh, it features an Ecuadorian wrapper over Nicaraguan binder and Nicaraguan and Dominican fillers. Uh, pricing will be at $13. And they've done uh, 1,776, 1776 numbered boxes of this. So they will be, uh, you know, limited, but there will be probably plenty of them. And uh, you should start, you know, start to see those uh, relatively soon as well. Uh, in fact, they're shipping already is from what I understand. So uh, check that out. I got, I like Vega Fina. Vega Fina, I think, is really under. Uh, they've done very well on Coop. A lot of those reviews. All right, Vega cool. Fina. Interesting. Vega Fina. Yep. Vega Fina. Like it's a. It's Vega Fina is very popular in Europe. Uh, when I was is there, uh, there are a lot of Vega Finas that I saw that I'd never seen before. Because it almost so, seems like uh, it's kind of been like a left behind brand. In, it, it's one in the that US. they they. 
yeah, it's it's definitely one I would say that um has been more popular and more geared for Europe, but they have done Vega Fina really like the nineteen ninety eight's the one right now, it's the, the core line in the US that's out. So uh but primarily these like I had a Vega Fina Broadleaf in Sweden, which was still one of my favorite cigars I've had. Um, I should have bought more of those. So they're really uh, some interesting blends they've gotten. Uh, they do some Chinese New Year cigars as well. But again, those have primarily been to Europe. Um, they've done just different. They Nicarag- There's a Nicaragua version, which was in the U.S. for a while. So they've, they've done a lot with that one. But like I said, I think it's a more of a bigger brand in Europe. But from time to time, they make it here. Right. And then... The last story, uh, this comes from the guys at uh, Cigar Hustler have, has a brand called Postani, which is a nationally distributed brand. Uh, so it's Cigar Hustler's brand. Uh, they introduced Postani about seven years ago, and they came out with a Broadleaf and a Habano but, uh, as a core line. But they hadn't introduced another core line. They've done a lot of limited since then. But this year they introduced a new core line, which is in Ecuadorian Connecticut. Uh, it's the Postani Connecticut Um and uh, that cigar is officially making its debut this weekend. Uh, I think it's going to be up at, they're actually going to debut it up at Secreto. Uh, starting to also ship right now. Uh, they're making this cigar down at uh, Nico Sueño, which is the Romacraft factory, which is where the Postani stuff's all doing. Uh, Postani is, pays homage to the Hustler Brothers' uh, Polish roots. So it's a, it's a Polish term for uprising. And uh, what's different about that, the black and gold uh, packaging is something that's new. They've normally done red, white, and red, black. Red, right? Yeah. 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 A lot of. So this is a completely different uh, color scheme that they've had. Uh, I've smoked this cigar. I actually had this cigar down at um, Puro Sabor. So it was starting to float around earlier in the year. We knew it was coming, but now it's it's going to make it, and it's going to be the third core line. I think they needed a Connecticut, actually. So um, brand's getting a nice following. So uh, definitely check that one out. should be hitting the store soon. Uh, it's going to come in four sizes as well. So you, if you want um, Robusto, Short Perfecto, Bellicoso, and Toro. So pricing is going to be in the 11 to $12 range for those. How do you say Mike's last name? I don't even try. Zippy? <laughs> Stepankiewicz? Stepankiewicz? Zippy. Yeah. I, just call him Zippy. I just call him Hustler Mike now, but uh, Stepankiewicz. <laughs> uh, Bear can say it. Bear is, is the one I know who says it the best. Yeah. He's actually. We've had him on the yeah. show before. Has anyone oh, he's a good guy, ever, good speaking guy. of Bear? Has anyone ever been witness to Bear's presidential knowledge? Oh my goodness! I, it's, I mean, it's, I uncanny. it's uncanny. It's uncanny. I it mean, is. you can think of any trivia type question to throw up Bear about U.S. presidents, and he will nail it. Really? Oh uh, yeah! I, I was on Coop's show, I, we, and I was like, "Wow!" Yeah, we do a segment on it. I've thrown the kitchen sink at him with these questions. Um, and he has gotten, uh, we did uh, the first 23 we did, he got 21 out of the 23, right? Wow. So, and they're hard questions. They're not like, who was the first? Yeah. They don't throw them softballs, man. I've seen it. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, uh, which president was like the first president to visit Alaska or something? Yeah. I think what I was going to show was like, who was the first president to ride on a train? I mean, this guy has. Where and I'm telling you, did he do like a research project or something and get enthralled? He's he's just an avid historian. He's an avid historian about this guy. I've, um, I've heard his knowledge about just dude, so history I was in so general. impressed when I was on Coop show because this is one of the few that I'm like, you know, how many presidents were left-handed? And he boom, 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 boom. I mean, wow. Bears presidential trivia is top notch. It's rain, it's rain, it's rain man quality, is what yeah. I would say. He is yeah. absolutely uh, rain we, man. Have get, we, we, we might have to get him on a show. 
Yeah, dude, okay. it's, it's imp- I'm I telling you, man. This, be I prepared. I'm KMA, and we're gonna ask him 20 questions. Each of us get five. Yeah, and, I would and do I, it. I, I, I would do I, it. I want to do this. You know, oh, here's the segment. Ready? Let's poke the bear. Oh, <laughs> I like it. You like that? Yeah. Yeah. His his presidential. Right. Right. We got you. Got to go. You got to come right. Yeah, you got to come maybe, right. Maybe yeah. we'll have wait, him on wait, like wait. once a quarter with twenty different questions, just for yeah. amazing fun. They're working should. on a video intro. Let's poke the bear. He um he we just we just actually rebrand because again you have to change things sometimes. So now we've made it more of a, an American history uh segment, and and I just threw some facts up about the thirteen colonies. And he like, blew through those questions like no problem. So, you know, right. it's funny because I had a, a crossword puzzle the other day that I didn't know the answer to that I, I cheated and looked it up. But it was who was the only president that was never married? Do you know that answer? I, yeah, I know that one, actually. James Buchanan. Yeah. But that I one did I not knew. know that. I knew that, there was, that was one, a, yeah. but I, I didn't I couldn't remember. One. I knew yeah. T- Teddy Roosevelt was, was widowed when he was in yeah. office, right? I, comment, I, comment of the day. Paul can't make it that day. <laughs> uh, I, I remember I asked Bear, who was the only president born in like the mountain time zone or something like that? I've, I've thrown some really obscure things at him. Um, so, and he's gotten them. So, wow. it's, I got to right. give him credit. Right. This is and then he a- starts with facts. Yeah, then he starts with facts afterwards. Like, expand on it. Hell yeah. Yeah, expands on it. We're gonna have to keep a running record of his track record. We're gonna make this a new specialty uh, segment of KMA Talk Radio. Right? And, we'll, yeah, and I, we should all we I'm should pe- all bring questions to the table. Yeah, Didn't you just you know. read what happened? Did he you just read know. the cut? Co- We're not gonna have twenty questions. We're gonna have fifteen questions. He, as he as was ordering pop tarts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Fifteen. Yeah. What else you got going on, Coop? That's Anything it. Else? That's it. That's it for this week. Light, light week. All right. For more light, very light week for news. Yeah. For more information to always know what's going on, stay ahead of the game. Visit cigar-coop.com. Always teaser and rumor free. All right, coming into the final stretch here, it's time for Tale of the Tape Season 7, Tough Guys. Is it blaring? Oh my god, my my volume goes up like four times in that intro. I I don't know why. Yeah, mine too. Yeah, me too, Lorenzo. I kind of like this. We're gonna start doing this every week and keep it. I'm gonna keep a track record of what's going on. But um, let's let's see here. Let's see. Let's see what's going on. That was was ridiculous last week. I know the fact. Listen, (laughs) I was shocked. Whoever the eleven people are. Whoever the eleven people are that voted for, <laughs> no, I'm going to shame them. Yeah, right I now. didn't understand that. I, okay. so, I'm going to read I, the names, name oh, names. Yeah, absolutely, you're going to make that pick. You got to be able to, you know. So, <laughs> God dang it, how does? Why does sometimes it will? Oh, I got a tip on the thing. So here we go. Uh, Raymond Reddington took the lead, obviously with 59 votes. I thought that um, would be the case. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the shocker, right? Omar from the Wire actually came behind one percent, Mister. Potato head. (laughs) (laughs) 
Last I checked, he is a tough guy. People, I mean, come on. Eleven I people say, voted for I mean, Potato Head. I mean, seventeen votes for Jimmy Popeye Doyle, respectable, but eleven people for Mister Potato Head. So one of those is me. One, one of those, those is me. Is, did you vote for your own, Alex? Yes, I had to when I saw Mr. Potato Head in the lead. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Normally, I would have stayed out of it, but it was outrageous. It is an explanation of that one. Paul DeGracco, Bradley Wilson, my sister-in-law, Kyra Rutledge, Angel Castrillo, Matthew Hartzell. Matt, went against the goat. Do you see that? Hartzell has gone totally like soft in this new child. Wow. With the new, he's gone Who totally Omar soft. against the goat? Hartzell yeah, was know. also in line for... Uh, Shame. Who's the fucking singer. Who's the singer? Uh, the crazy one with the concerts. <laughs> Come on, Taylor Swift. Taylor's heart oh. is like chasing Taylor Swift. He's a Swifty. Yeah, oh, he's going totally soft. Daniel. Well, at least Engel, I don't do that. Daniel Engel Jr., Tom Duckasell, Greg Lechner, yeah. Jeffrey Walsh, Dan Marsh, and Justin Nelson all thought that Mr. Potato Head. Was Dan a, Marsh, really? Wow. Was was more of a tough guy than. Omar from the wire. I mean travesty. Yeah. I think I think I think for me Omar would have came in second. I mean as I, I was okay with third. You know, look, Popeye yeah, yeah. Doyle. No, Popeye Doyle was definitely you know solid picks. Solid yeah. I didn't think Popeye would win. I didn't think Popeye would win, but but yeah, I was like second. I was happy with that. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it was uh interesting. So, all right, so this week's picks. All right, this is the week where I think I'm gonna start losing popularity. Uh oh. This is the week. Yeah, where I, I got some questions. I got some questions. <laughs> I, this is the week. Where I told you my list is kind of weird. I think this is the week I start losing some popularity. So, should we just start with Paul? Get him the fuck out of the way. Yeah, get him out of the way. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, what is this? Seven. Yeah. This, my number seven pick is a classic. Since we're doing movies and and TV, it's a classic tough guy. He also happens to be a bad guy, but uh, he appears in numerous forms in numerous shows. Uh, started out with Mickey Mouse very early on. It is Pegleg Pete, also known as Pete, also known as Pete the Cat, which I just recently realized he is a cat. <laughs> Literally. Um. But he's the he's the anti Mickey hey, Mouse and uh, listen, uh, we make this I, the I'll end give, of the Disney. This scene. is this is the most respectable of his picks. I, I, I was going to say that, that but that's not saying yeah. much. <laughs> I'll give him that. You got to love Pete. I forgot. Right, about who wants it. to go next? I'll give them that. All right, I'll take it. So, uh, what do we? Number seven. My number seven pick is Bill the Butcher of Gangs of New York. Wow. Oh, okay. that's a good one. That didn't, even, didn't even make my radar. Great one. Great pick. Listen, American Patriot, sadly, totally racist, but ruler <laughs> of the five points, uh, wielding his his knife. And, I mean, these guys engaged in hand-to-hand gang combat to keep their territory. Bill the Butcher, um, that's a guy I'd be okay with having with five guys coming at me in a fight. Oh, yeah, I'm not winning this week. I'll tell you right now, that's a great pick. Great pick. You know, that was a thing, man. It was hard to remember everybody. Because like, it, it, it's such a broad Yeah, thing. he wasn't even on my radar, but great pick. How about you, Coop? All right. I um, This is a show I got into a little later. Uh, he's the main character on the show. Um, and the show, uh, the character's title is the title of the show, and that's Ray Donovan. Uh, played by Liv Schreiber. Uh He's a fixer. He's all yes. business, I think, when he does his job. Um 
and he, he definitely exudes toughness to me on that. Uh, just kind of just, and Liv Schreiber is great actor playing this role, by the way. It's like one yes. of the best roles. Yes. Okay. Well, he's yeah, a great awesome. actor. I mean, he really is. No, oh, yeah. yeah. But this was such, this at one point was one of my favorite shows, right? Yeah. I yeah. love this show. Then the whole season and the arc with the wife getting cancer lost me. Lost me. Abe, I agree. Yeah. Then it started to come back a little. But here's yeah. my problem. You can't build a character. This, this, this is where I struggled. I struggled with Ray Donovan. He was on my radar, hands down. Right. You can't build such a character that his his literally life is fixing problems. You got a problem can't be fixed. You somebody OD'd in your bathroom. This guy solved it, right? And then he'd be so blind and did some stupid shit. He let his yeah. brother knock him out in the back of his head, turn his back when you knew it was a conflict. He let that kid videotape him, his daughter's husband, you know, wear a wire on him, and the kids asking him all these weird questions. They kind of dummied him down it towards the end as a character, and I, I started kind of losing it for Ray Donovan. He, he would have been high. Yeah, same thought. He Sometimes I think a tough guy, when they show a little vulnerability, it, it could expand the character, but I get what you're saying on that. No, I'm already with vulnerability. He was showing, they made him showing stupidity. Like, yeah. dude, no way, no way is Ray Donovan's character going to be that naive or blind, you know? It's just, I mean, you know, obviously, you know, in this kind of thing, it has nothing to do with acting. It's, this is all writing, how characters are yep. written. But he was totally yep. on my radar. So, I commendable pick. All right. Okay. This, this is where I thank God there's Paul on the show. Because you know, I, can, <laughs> I can't, I can never be that bad. But this, this choice checks off two different areas for me, right? First female and child, because this character probably will go down as one of the most badass kid characters across TV or or cinema. Arya Stark from Game of Thrones. All right. So. I understand that it checks off two boxes for you, but it doesn't check off the first box. Badass, tough guy. Um, tough guy. Well, did it ha- was it, was it not <laughs> open to women? If she's not I the mean, only, was, she's I mean, not the only woman on my list. Uh, He's a bad. I'm alright I mean, with it. I'm alright with it. I, mean, I, I, haven't seen the sh- I haven't seen the show enough to. Oh, uh, she's a bad. This is a girl who watched her father get. I mean, I guess it's 2023. We're gonna identify as you know. <laughs> this is a guy. I didn't know we were making this just about men. Sorry, I. I, I there's actually okay. another. I can't I comment. Yeah. Just, Although, uh, I mean, uh, all outside of that, Arian Stark was a badass. Well, Ken, thank you for letting us know it's not a guy, Ken. <laughs> I mean, where would we do without you? Can't unbelievable. I'm, anyway. I'm all right with it. I was thinking that. I was thinking that uh, as well. I, like it, it could be a, a woman, a tough guy. Like she's still tough. I, I was using tough guy more as a nomenclature as being a badass. Yeah, right, right. I'm okay with it. I don't think badasses. But this is a girl who watched her dad get killed, executed, beheaded right in front of her, runs for her life. All right. Uh, you know, basically carries a list throughout her childhood of people she needs to enact revenge upon. They were involved in her dad's and then their brother's execution, and then be, be goes gets trained to become an assassin and just becomes basically a lethal assassin. I mean, she's a badass bitch. So had to throw Arya Stark in there. <laughs> yeah, Uh-oh, Preston. Uh-oh, right. There you go. If Peg like Pete beats that one, even I'll be surprised. I, I'm trying. I, I told you I was spreading it around, so I definitely a worthy. I, I, outside of the stipulation of being not being male, I, I haven't seen the show, but I could buy in what you're saying. 
a so, worthy badass. A worthy yeah, badass. So there you go. There's the list. I will put up the poll this week. We will see how we fare. And as normal closing, uh, the way we normally close our show every week, it's real. Do we have one this week, Alex? Of course, of course we do. My we man, this week. I think we got a good one this week. Good. Bought you by the way. fine folks over at Gurkha Cigars. It's time to find out. Would you rather? All right, time to set the say set the stage again. It is 2024 presidential election season. You are heading into the voting booth. You only have two choices. Who would you rather vote for next Oof. president of the United States? Oof. Is it Terrence Riley of Agonorsa Cigars or Dan Thompson of McAuliffe Cigars? Ooh. Uh, that's actually that's a good one. This is a tough one. I don't know. See, my problem is I, I, I know Ter Terrence definitely loses Pennsylvania because he's he <laughs> Pennsylvania. <laughs> so, so. but I this is I a gotta, tough one for me. I think I got to go with the big state of Texas. I think I, I know I'll always eat better with Dan Thompson. Um, <laughs> that is true. Yeah, uh, I, I, I may yes. have to go. I may yeah. have to go with Dan Thompson on this one. I, I kind of lean Dan too on the president. Uh, Terrence is the younger face. He's got he's got the the charisma as a younger president. I've seen Dan Thompson's operation and how they run a show, you know, from the inside. So that plays. But I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm drawing on this one. I may have to we may have to poll this one too. Where do you guys land? Look, I think no, Terrence not if it's cheesesteaks for all. I'm out. <laughs> uh, Terrence will win the Colorado vote for sure. Uh, yes, yeah. for sure. But this is no, this is this is Dan Thompson all the way in a landslide. Okay. Oh, a landslide. A landslide. Dan's a pragmatic leader. I think he'll run the country like a CEO. Uh, he's open to solutions. I think he can go into Congress and and really, uh, you know, be a be a voice of you know work with Congress and you know I think things will get done. I can see him sitting down with the Speaker of the House and things like that. Dan, Dan wins this and will be a great president. That would definitely was be, my mind. That that would be his Terrence campaign. Terrence's campaign slogan. It'll yeah. be the best That's four years of your life. life. He, Listen, he's gonna have to win more than Colorado, though. That's the problem. Yes. I think yes. he's gonna have I problems think, in Pennsylvania. I think there'd yeah. be very few people that you could put up against Terrence. When you said Terrence, I, in my head, I was like, "Wow, it's gonna be Terrence." That's there's what I'm saying. Few, I think the same thing. Yeah, there's very few people you could put up against Terrence that you know would would rival him, and I I think you know. I've gotten to know both of them pretty well. And I agree with Coop. Like I, I like the way that Dan leads people. And I yeah. honestly, honestly feel that Dan can speak to people with opposing viewpoints of his and actually like talk things out rather than yep. like, you know, uh, make it even more secular in, in politics. So if there's hope for this country that to have like, you know, unity, I think Dan would be the guy, honestly, because I feel like he can talk to, to anybody in a respectful yeah. manner. And, you know, like uh, you said, uh, Coop, like he knows how to merge yeah. do, do things want, and lead people. Do, do, yeah. you want, do, do you want to know what it really kind of comes down to, too? I mean, if you, really, if you really put Dan on a ticket, he looks good. 
I mean, throw him up, throw him up in any presidential. I mean, just picture Dan on any presidential. He's presidential. (laughs) You would come out looking pretty good. He looks pretty presidential. He's in the right age. Parents would be wearing the khakis and stuff. I I don't, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Terrence has the young, the young, fresh, you know. Listen, even Bill Clinton wasn't that young. It's a little too young for presidential legitimacy. I think Dan kind of looked. I, I can actually see if I see a podium full of debate, you know, people up there on a debate, Dan would look right in place. He would look right in there. It would look yeah. good. I mean, uh, we, Alex, we, you we, see we, Alan's post? He's right, though. I, we need I to say, know I'm what just, Dan's. Uh, these people are reading everything but the other side of the door that says patrons go through the front as they oh stare into the doorway. I mean, it's literally right there by the handle. It's literally like, right there. Yeah. Look, we're going to ring the bell. We're going to ring the bell. We're going to ring the bell. We, we're going to look yeah. in. I mean, do I? What do I do? Do I just let's go ahead? Keep it live and go over there. I'll give you five dollars if you ask her. Can you read? No, don't. I would love it. No, 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 no. (laughs) You know, we should do this. This should be maybe a sub segment. This should be maybe a sub segment, guys. We kind of do this with cigar industry people. You don't get this. You don't get this on cigar industry right now. Look at if people are watching the video. This is absolutely a classic. What we're seeing here. Rocky, it's right there. I mean, literally. Oh my gosh! You didn't say. Did you not point to it? You should have went. I did. I went like this, front side. Oh Jesus Christ! Didn't even look down to read it. She was staring up, and then they were looking for any. uh, Happens all the time, folks. Yeah, Alex, I was saying we should do that. We should run this on a a somewhat of a regular basis with the bar industry people. It's it's yeah. It's, this could be interesting. I'm gonna go yeah. do some wall. Oh, a couple other names float up in the chat. That's why. Well, it definitely made some commentary. And with that, closing is brought to you once again by the fine folks over at Gurkha Cigars. It is the end of this week's episode. We hope we entertained you. We hope we made you laugh. We hope you had some fun. We will definitely uh, catch you one week from now. Everybody have a great weekend. And until next week, keep it lit.